From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19. I question a psychopath. Okay, we're here. Man, I had some good tangential thoughts going yeah. on during that. I always Any do. rage coursing through your veins? We've been having some heated debates. We've been doing the show before the show, as they say. You know, It's good, though. You know, It gets us primed a little bit. You yeah. Know? We had a good 10 to 15-minute discussion. And it's good. Good. It's a good energy change. Welcome Lisa to the show, by the good. way. This is Keith Pazel. I'm here with Adam, finally. Yeah, um, I'm here. And it's been interesting because I've, the past three have been kind of these chill shows. Yeah. And it's nice having, like, energy to the show. The, like, yesterday, I streamed last night for an hour and a half, but oh, wow. it's just me sitting here kind of talking low, watching Hogan's Heroes, talking about Bob <laughs> Crane getting strung up in trusses and fuck horses. He got bludgeoned by a tripod. Uh, his death? His death? I remember it. They finally remember solved it. I remember national news They finally story. solved it. Well, they did. Was it his buddy? His buddy that would watch him fuck girls yeah, and tape yeah, him? I guess yeah. bludgeoned him with the tripod one Yeah. Night. Yeah, exactly. What 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 the story I heard? Which way? Let's give it up for classic bludgeoning with fucking tripods (laughs) instead of weaponry, right? Give it up for bludgeoning. I mean, whatever you want to say, you are going hand to hand, like you're going hand to hand, and so in that sense, I have a little more respect for it because you're going hand to hand, you know. Yeah. But it's just like at the same time. You are murdering another hand human hand. being. <laughs> hand to hand is what they used to call finger popping in the seventies. The, <laughs> no, I don't know. What was Little hand to hand romance. No, you know but, what I'm saying? But there was a uh, um, with, with that story. I remember that being a national story. I was like nine years, eight or nine. I think it was the summer of seventy eight. Was when the Bob Crane murder happened? Maybe seventy nine. I think it was seventy eight. And, and it was uh, again national story. When did the guy who played Superman get murdered? Oh, George Reeves? Because I remember no, that's watching... before my time. I remember watching... It's okay. pretty crazy that he got murdered. You know what I mean? Like, wow. And I think it was similar, like a sex craze thing, because I remember <sighs> watching a documentary when I was a kid about George Reeves and Bob Crane, about how those were the two most unsolvable murders. Yeah. And then I think they threw the Black Dolly in there, and then this bitch also got killed. <laughs> Wait, well, the thing about with Bob Crane, I mean, they had such crude, like, uh, you know, gatherings. Yeah. You know, how they gathered evidence was just not wise. I mean, that shit didn't start to really improve until, like, the early mid-'80s when they started to do a better... And, and I'm not saying they get it right now, because they botch up a lot, I'm sure, still. But they probably got better at it, I think. I think back then, I mean, they was like... I guess there were blood drops. Droplets in, in in his buddy's his buddy's car. Oh yeah, you know, and I guess that Real guy OJ type of type of uh, dealings here well, again. So Bob Crane, who was a truly a sex addict, like he was, a, he would like sex well, clubs and he shit. He had fun. I, well, let's it was seventy. Let's not blame the victim. He he was a good time. <laughs> well, he showed guess, a girl a good time. He knew he knew how to press. You compress the veins on the neck. You don't actually <laughs> choke. Oh. He knew that. 
Have you seen that movie with Greg Kinnear and Willem Dafoe? It wasn't very Choke, good, actually. That's a Chuck Ch- Palahniuk. It's called Choke. Yeah, that's exactly. a Chuck Palahniuk book. That's a guy, the dude who wrote Fight Club wrote that book. Ugh. He also wrote a book called, uh, it's either called Smut or something, but it's about this porn star who wants to fuck 200 dudes in one night. Well, yeah, the, the, there, was a, uh, there was a porn star. Good writer. Who, uh, who wanted to break the world record for getting having the most sex. And she had had sex. You know, Crow, sex Crow would come in there. 250 guys in like a 24-hour period. Crow would like, come in there and he'd be like, oh, what are you doing? There's something going on in your brain if you're doing that. I don't know. <laughs> would you admit? I mean, that's a little odd. By the way, you know what the show is. We're watching TV and talking about some yeah. shit. We got uh, Friday After Next on. Wanted to maybe catch a little bit of next Friday because sure. I think it's one of the better ones, one yeah. of the better sequels out there. Yeah, up there with Alien Two, Alien, yeah, Aliens, Aliens, the plural. I aliens. Had to, is I good. had to look up who directed Aliens because when I it's James Cameron. Just to let you, well, no, he. I that's the second one, and Google even gets confused. It was so I, just three. to let people in. Really, Scott, behind the curtain, little <laughs> unnecessary curtain bending. Before the show started, I made a text joke to Crocious about how good my weed was. And I was like, it's called Alien OG. And then I was like, let me look up who directed Alien. Oh, yeah. So I put Alien, but Google defaulted to Aliens. And it pulled up James Cameron. And I had to specifically put Alien, the first one, because I didn't know what year it came out. You have to put in Alien 1979 or else part two will come up. Yeah. It's because part two is called Aliens. Exactly. So it's just like, and it's the more popular one. People really don't like the first one. Uh, The first one is a cinematic masterpiece. Well, it's also more of a horror movie, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, and whatever. I'm I'm going out on a limb here saying how good Alien, it's going to be cutting edge opinions like that. That are going get to our, get our viewership and our numbers up by making such firm master of the obvious things. At that being said, let's take stock of it. Alien is a great movie. It's a good movie. Alien well, is it's also, very It's good. also old enough to where people, you could get people back onto it. Like there's many people who haven't seen it. They know about it. Yeah. I'm trying to put forward this premise on stage because I'm, t- I'm trying to talk about how I'm culturally old. Yeah. And like I didn't you pay, are. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to anything from 2005 through 2017 and it's really fucked me up in conversation. Yeah. But I'm trying to make the point and I failed one time and someone called me out about how like okay, Dazed and Confused came out in 1993, exactly. right? And it's about 1976. Exactly. It's an 18-year difference. Yeah, 17. Yeah. Uh so yeah, if you made that movie now, it would be yeah. about the year 2002. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now here's why that yeah. doesn't seem so old because and this is yeah it's 93 to 76 you see that age jump yes like it the people look like racism they got long sideburns and yeah, bell bottoms yeah, yeah, and shoulder yeah. pads like yeah. from 02 to now things kind of look the same like yeah. the filtering on tv is a little more hardcore and people's pants are a little lower to their waist yeah but like other than that 2002 kind of looks like 2022 yeah i I could see that so like there isn't that visual like when you see an episode of ally mcbeal it doesn't strike you as like oh my god look how old this looks yeah yeah as opposed to the waltons but 94 to 76 like i remember watching days and confused in 98 and being like this movie's about the fucking ancient times god Uh, that is my you see you have to understand Here's the reason why that movie was popular, as you know, is when I was a kid in the 70s and I was achieving awareness, 
Like that was the look of everyone. You know, all, all the people who were like a generational. So it was like to me, the 70s Wearing were paisley and but, cowboy boots and shit. It, it was a romanticized time. It was a romanticized time because the 80s were deemed this Speaking awful of conservative Texas, period. Let's put uh, on period. some King of the Hill while we talk so, about so, this. So again, the 70s were romanticized. Like you could party. It was before AIDS was in sex, man. It could was you? this great time. Like it was very much romanticized. A lot of states, for my you, generation, could, uh, a lot of you, know? states you could purchase alcohol too. Oh, you could buy it when you were 18 years old in fucking Wisconsin until 85. I was 16 years old. They raised the age and I was like kind of pissed off. About my, my brother hit it. People used to border my dad all the time. My dad here and he my dad says this is what contributed a lot to him being an alcoholic. Yeah, he was. He had the 18 year drinking yeah. for like a year and a half. <laughs> and then but he, in Illinois. Yeah. But he was such an established regular in that yeah. year and a half that after they banned eighteen-year-old drinkers, they just kept them in. The, they kept letting him in the bar. You got to Yeah. Well, they knew he was a good guy. Hey, they could, you know, he was a good drunk. So because he know. was like, because he would even say he was like, even when they banned, when they changed the age limit, like they still let me in bars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I was you like, might have. That's a little fucked up. Yeah, they might have grandfathered you in too, but no, I don't know. I, I don't think so. No, they were supposed to not let him in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and so, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, but again, I looked at the 70s, like that time period. And, Ooh, and you're right. Quantum Leap, Sci Fi's doing a rewind. Yeah. This is an example of that. They're doing a rewind era, and it's all like, they're showing the old bat, the old new Battlestar Galactica from Ofar, and wow. they're showing Quantum Leap. This is like late 80s, early 90s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you remember the Jimmy? You know, you have where he see, plays the tard. I, I was <laughs> or not literally Joey, says, Joey, it's Jimmy. He literally I'm looks Jimmy. in a mirror and goes, am I retarded? <laughs> you said I'm retarded. Yeah. He says retarded. Yeah. That's great. And then you uh, and then you amazing. look and Jimmy's like you see that because they always have an actor who plays his reflection. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because they're giving someone else a job. You know what I mean? That's, that's the reason why, why it gets made. In the second, I, I never saw it though. I was in college. In know? the second Wonder Woman movie, when, every, when everybody complains about... Because in the second Wonder Woman movie, <laughs> Steve Rogers comes back, but as another dude, Quantum Leap style. Yeah. And everybody is like... How could she get over him looking like another person? I'm like, clearly you've never seen the leap because that's the premise. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's Scott Bakula, but no one knows that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you oh, we remember watching the one where he point. has to stop the rape, but not rape the girl, but make love to her. So yeah, she's not yeah. damaged later when she's dating actual Scott Bakula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's paying it forward. That's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like he's planting a seed. Paying it forward. So to speak. Paying it forward with his cock back yeah. to his cock. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's literally just being elaborate in your desire to so get if, sex. In a so if people weren't here for that episode, there's an Hilarious. episode of Quantum Leap where and for people who don't know, the premise of this show is he and his cigar smoking buddy travel Dean back Stockwell. through time. Dean, Dean Stockwell, Stockwell rest in peace, actor. rest Absolutely. in peace. Um, in a lot of David Lynch movies, Dean Stockwell lets them slide back and forth through time and they have to write historical wrongs, sometimes personal, sometimes huge. There's one where he has to stop the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. He fails. You know, you, you know, you know, when they wrote that one, the writers were like, we're sweating it over this one, man. This is going to be a high concept show. Like they, they had to put their back into that episode. So, you know, <laughs> but, you know um, hey, why not? Is that is that who is that woman on the right there? Again, I, I want to do my. my you know I don't I know. Do you want know to? It's Ray. It's is it the woman who played Rayanne Graff in uh in uh, my so-called life? Let me see. No, is, is no it, way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're right. No you're right. way. This is fucking. Maybe it is though. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I want it to be so bad. 
You know, what year was this? I want to guess from the color. It's 88. 80. Well, no, the show was 89 to 91. Oh, okay. So it's an 89 then. It's an, it's a, it's a late 80s. I don't know one. if they have the guest stars on this. <laughs> Dennis Wolfberg. Yeah, I never watched this because I was Carolyn in college, Seymour. dude. I, I was studying. That's, I think it's Carolyn Seymour. Studying and partying, you know? Watching the leap. Yeah, you weren't big into TV during college, huh? No, But no. also TV wasn't, like, in the early 2000s when my sister went to college, like, big daily show era. All the dorm rooms had TVs. Yep. Did, were there dorm rooms with TVs uh, at Wisconsin? Uh, they were the exception. They, they were the exception. They're, yeah, yeah. The, the, there were some, but not everyone had one. I mean, the, they were the exception. Dude. So, the, so there was the dorm, the dorm I floor. I would have showed up, no TV. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> they had, they had a, 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 the actual like lounge area where everyone could congregate. They had a big screen there. So I watched the, the big sp- box, big screen yes. with the fucking two knobs. Yes. Put on UHF, man. So that's where we saw the Brady Christmas special. Can, we watched that. And then also Super Bowl 23. Can I tell you 22, something? 22. Yeah. Never in my Three. life have I watched the AHF feed. <laughs> Don't know what channels were on there. Never went from UHF to AHF. We had yeah. the TV that did it, though. Yeah. Do you remember ever putting on AHF? Jesus. The, that's a deep. The, that's a. That's a protein strand that's hard to, to hard to access. That's deep in there. I also there, know, you know I have to break down Quantum so I don't Leap for yeah, the, to get exactly. to the Jimmy episode. But Sorry. TVs, to get into this strand, yeah. had two dials. So there was two sets of channels. And I think it was even and odd the way they broke it down. <laughs> even channels were UHF. That's your CBS. Two, five, no, it wasn't even and yeah, odd. Because no, no, 2579 PBS, UPN for Chicago. Yeah. To use guys. All of those were UHF channels. Yeah. And then AHF was like channel the text six. channels <laughs> and like just you don't even get into it. The yeah. AHF people were people you don't want to mingle with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really like you just want to see something on a screen. Like, Bleh. yeah, like there was no. Yeah, you're right. Two was CBS. Five was NBC and seven was ABC. See, I'm actually too young. ABC was deemed like the terrible network in the 60s. But when I was a kid, by, by the late 70s, they hit their stride with your love boats, with your fantasy islands, you know, with your heart to hearts. That's how ABC and then they, and they had uh, they had Monday Night Football, too. And that's when Monday Night Football was truly huge. I think it was the most popular show on TV in like 1978. You know, it was the number one watch show. It's Monday Night Football. Isn't it amazing how Monday Night Football is not cool anymore? That that to me is a that, that's a shift in culture. So it was VHF, my bad. VHF oh. were the losers. So UHF is ultra high frequency. Yeah. Over the air transmission. UHF frequencies are uh, used for both analog and digital television. Um like the US agreement with VHF channels initially 1 to 13 and UHF channels numbered 4 to 83. <sighs> Compared yeah. with the equivalent VHF channel transmitter to cover the same geographic area within a UHF transmitter required. Oh, that's so much fucking shit. Do, do you know my? I think does that so, v, say, so UHF has the bigger signal. That's why it has the most channels. It seems like. Well, and that's what I want. Is that in the era of the rotating television aerial? My grandparents had a rotating television aerial that they lived in a that they put it on top of their house. And you had to rotate this, and it would, it would move. It would move the aerial in the direction of where you want to get the signal from. So if you want to get like Mason City, Iowa, you had to point it in that direction. So you want to get Lacrosse, Wisconsin. It was a, it was a technological marvel to me. So the most common types of antennas rely on the concept of resonance, 
Uh, conductors normally metal wires or rods are cut to a length so that the desired rod radio signal will create a standing wave of electrical current with them. Wow. This means the antennas have a natural size normally half of a wavelength long, which maximizes performance. Because the antenna size is based on the wavelength, UHF broadcasting can be received with much smaller antennas than VHF. Oh. That's why VHF was always snowy. Yeah, exactly. You had to fucking drop kick your TV to get a fucking v- VHF channel. When I wanted work. to watch a Baltimore Colt football VHF? game. VHF? Channel 11. Ooh. Channel 11. And it was like, it was a struggle to watch it. It was like one third of a picture max. And there were times it was like 16%. You know what I mean? It was like one six. You, you had to really squint and get into it. Because, and, and Bacula's living the VHF world yeah, right yeah, here. Absolutely. Yeah. This fucking is. Richie Valens bopping with the kids. <laughs> so uh, back to this. Channel that guy's two doing in, a national. For instance, channel two in North American television frequencies is at 54 megahertz. which so corresponds to a wavelength of 5.5 meters and thus requires uh dip pole antenna about uh, like so you only need a three foot fucking antenna to get channel two okay okay the lowest channel in the uhf map okay okay interesting interesting that like you know cbs had that but anyway they paid for it baby (laughs) so yeah a big week thing that we're fired up about is there was a uh yet yet another mash back to back yeah you had the buffalo one yeah and then you had this one and then i even think there was one pre-buffalo uh, there was something pre-Buffalo. And then after the the one in Uvalde, they stopped a mass shooting in Texas. Like a teacher stopped, like talked a kid out of doing something. Like a copycat crime. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. 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 It is. Uh, That's really something. Well, I've been saying this, man. Whatever. I, I, you know, I've been wrong on many a political prediction. But there's been a few that I've stuck to. And, and it's just, you know. Whatever. I don't want to predict this. It's a, it's a dark thought, but I, and I've been wrong in this before. I, I'm surprised Barack Obama didn't get assassinated. Not saying it still can't happen. All my Republican friends who hated him were like, I give him a year. I you give know, him a year and a half. I, I, I'm planning I, it. I, I thought for sure someone was going to try to kill him. Did you see and, Steve Kerr talk about Uvalde? Fucking hit his hand on the desk. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know his dad was shot to death. Oh, oh, his, his old man was or like a Turkish emperor. Or no, something. no, no, no. What it was is his his father was a professor at the American University in Beirut when when Lebanon was going through real political instability. Gee, I wonder if Israel had anything to do with that. Anyway, so they uh, uh, and, and he was I think he was the actually the dean of, of the university. And he got kidnapped and got murdered. I think he was a, a hostage from I don't know how many. For a while, I think I want to say several months. So his, his father was when he was like seventeen or eighteen years old. He was a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went to the University of Arizona. Trying to find. Yeah. I'm trying to find Colin Coward talking about Uvalde, but you can't. He doesn't step. In, I don't step in the political issues. They don't throw a <laughs> you know, pass. You know, score wh- touchdowns. What was his quarterback rating? Then wh- I'll talk what about direction it. is the wind going? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We're against mass shooting. We're against it. Two weeks from now. You know, people should have a gun. You know, that's I mean, what they Texas should do. is right for it. It doesn't snow. <laughs> They got you the, need to have a gun. Got a lot of open like, land. You can totally fire off. just non sequitur. He, he, he analyzes it like home field advantage in a game. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that's literally the level of discussion that some people can engage in. It's like some sort of weird, bad, like like a sporting event. You know, in terms of the the level of debate, it is bad. The quality of things has really got. It's just gone into the gutter. And, and I mean, that's classic old man thought. But no, I think I got pretty good analytical skills, and I've been in the world for a while. I've got some experience, and just my analysis, it's bad. 
It's just bad. And then like, oh, it's because of media hype. No, no, it's bad. It's it's real. You know, it's it's incredible how how, uh, how fucked up it is. And you know something? It can get a lot worse. It can actually get much worse. So uh, be aware of that. So I, I think that there's some mass shooting potential uh, in this city. But that's a yeah, horrible but thing to say. Yeah, but I don't want that to happen. It is good, though, that we have like, they were talking about it on the news earlier. We have like red flag laws out here. Like we've stopped 21 potential mass shootings because we didn't allow someone to buy a gun who openly either in writing or verbally said they were going to use it to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's you can't joke around about that shit. You know what I mean? If someone says that you've given up some rights when you've said something like that at a gun store to buy a semi-automatic weapon that can kill like 30 people. I mean, if you say something like that, you should be able to stop that. You should be able to say, no, sir, we can't sell this to you. You just can't say stuff like that. If you're going to fight that, what is your fucking problem? You know, it's just how do you not see a? Ugh, it's just, there's a lot of dimension going on with that. I believe the NRA has a lot of Russian money that's funding it, too. Uh, it is all part of just the divide in this country. You know, it, it is just pushing that divide. You know, it's just, and it's gross. See, let's get it, into it's some gross. Fucking, let's get you know? into some quantum. We work too hard. This is what we've been busting our house for. You know that. And they're over here getting jobs for free, <laughs> stealing all our work. They're fucking plotting shit. That lie has been propagated for so long. Can't tear their tails off. What's amazing they're is... good people, Chico. We just got to give them a chance. Don't <laughs> judge a book people. by the color of his skin. <laughs> you know, I saw Martin Luther King's speech. Look at the 50s getup. He's wearing the sweater with the Jesus cross. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is like a regular Guido family fucking... I was going to say, well, this is Mexican, right? This is like a Mexican thing. Yeah, like, A, Scott Bakula's talking saying, all. Hey, S.A. <laughs> Yo, Holmes. <laughs> it turns into colors, you know. Oh, so. my God. Speaking of that, we're going to do that right now. Yeah. What's this? <laughs> Obi-Wan came out. The Obi-Wan Kenobi Ooh, TV show. Can we see the trailer? We're going to see more than the trailer. I got a scene for you, Bubba. Uh, I'm not telling is, you anything. Is there a certain actor that might be in that scene? Is there a certain actor who might be in it? Oh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to look at I'm so glad. I'm so, because I, I was going to look this up today because I saw it and I was like, but I, I got sidetracked. I was so busy. I was doing like, you know, consulting stuff and then working. I, I couldn't hop into the internet to look at that. But I was like, He's got scenes in that because I know he was filming stuff about six months ago. Yeah. Well, when I was at Eric. By the way, and yeah. we're talking about Kumail. Well, no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Not now yet. that you know who it is. Yeah. We're talking about Kumail. Yeah. <laughs> Did he get a and I mean this not racially in the slightest. Yeah. Did he get a nose implant? Oh, to make his nose. His look honker is large. Do you know what it is? Maybe it's because his face lost weight. Exactly. That's actually the reason why. So he lost a bunch of weight and got in shape. So his nose stands out more. You know, that's the reason. Because I'm sure he was like, you've got to work on your body and your physique if you still want to make it and maintain your star. You've got to maintain your star. Someone else is going to come after your star. And you have to maintain well, it Well, no, here's everything. what I think it is, your honestly. Star. Here's what it is. <laughs> When you start making that kind of money, yeah. you can't downgrade. Yeah. Not only lifestyle-wise, because he's probably bought a house that he can't pay for in the long term. And I think he's actually been pretty It's smart the about social that. aspect about it where, like, he doesn't... Kumail's seems to be the kind of guy that can't handle the downgrade of, of like, a dude who handled it gracefully, a guy like Pauly Shore. Where yeah. Where people say, like, oh, that guy... 
he's a washed up now kumail would fucking wither yeah at the yeah. at the reputation of like he was doing marvel movies and now he's back doing comedy clubs oh yeah, yeah. so he can't go back you, you, he you, can only go up he's gonna be jason born in you, fucking th- three years you, you're right i mean he, he's going for it i think i think he's going for it you know but but he's also he's 43 years old you're 43 years old he's in part one right achieve? is he in the first episode <laughs> okay <laughs> is he in the trailer at all or do you know? no i mean okay, the whole good. part because you're not known that well yeah good no, because yeah, the scene he comes in is such like a it's like a reveal oh yeah 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 it's an important moment well the reveal is an important thing so i'm gonna fast forward a little bit yeah. here it's the second one 45 fucking years ago it came out. what's up Okay, and that's another thing. So the story about this, it takes place 10 years after the third where Anakin becomes Darth Vader. It's yeah, 10 okay. years after that movie, okay. the one from 2005. Okay. And he's, yeah. he's on tattoo. That masterpiece. He's on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. And so he's just looking over Luke Skywalker. They show little Luke Skywalker just briefly. The first couple episodes are mainly about Leia. Yeah. A white Leia being raised by two Puerto Rican parents. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of lean into it a little bit because Jimmy Smith plays the dad again. Oh, An old okay. Smith. Oh, yeah. But the mom kind of has like that. Leia, Papi, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Was it AOC doing a yeah. cameo? What's going on here? You know, what's good? But in the episode, so Leia gets kidnapped by Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No fucking joke. <laughs> um, so she gets kidnapped by Flea. There's Leia. Listen, Leia, Papi, you go. Don't believe nobody. Well, what's that Georgia O'Keeffe vaginal building? You know, all the buildings look like pussies in space. Here's fucking... Get away, get away, get away now. Get away, get away, get away now. <laughs> it's flea. It was yeah. like flea. <laughs> She's fleeing from flea. Man. You know? So they ask, please save our daughter. We're coming to you as Puerto Rican parents, housing yeah. <laughs> a white child. To say, and he just said, he's like, no, I'm not that guy anymore. Oh, so he's he's George Harrison. He's not that he's, guy anymore. He's John Lennon. Yeah, you know. I mean, so the then he submarine. finally, at the end of the episodes, decides to go save this bitch. Okay, okay. So okay, so okay. Uh, thanks for the setup because I'm looking forward to seeing it. There's also scary painted up dudes like Indiana Jones style, like white war paint. Does it, does it look pretty good? Does oh, it, it looks look terrifying. And they really? got like little red fucking symbols drawn into their face. One of them's Asian, and okay. it looks makes okay. it look way scarier. You know, I have to you think an Asian scary, an Asian covered in war paint. Yeah, would be. <laughs> I wrestle with your sexuality. The pl- <laughs> there we go with, with the planets. Well, the worlds. I don't know. They so that's what happens. So he meets some fucking dude in this town. So he goes to like Vegas. Yeah, like he, space, go, he goes Vegas. to space Hong Kong. Yeah, exactly. And this Bangkok. fucking this hooker gives him some drugs for free. Um, he has to pretend that Leia is his daughter, but they t- like, oh, I know where there's a Jedi at. Look at that, Sarah Sherman. She was t- is that Sarah? No, she's actually really funny on Saturday Night Live. She had some funny. I, I'll admit it. She's been good. Nobody. I'm gonna go forward. I know where it is now. God, slightly. It must. It must be so weird when they would see someone like me. And they must. Oh, oh we back. <laughs> hold on. Fuck. Passenger check Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> We is that, is that young Skywalker? No. 
So he, this broad is like, you're never going to find your daughter. I'm going to give you some drugs for free, which is a nice little fucking gesture. gesture. Um, but then he meets a kid who's like, oh, I'll take you to a Jedi. He, those two kids, they're like, I'll take you to a Jedi. Oh, so he's a Jedi. Well, Obi, no, he's not. That's what's great about it. That's why I wanted to reveal. There's an arc. There's an arc, Crocious. He helps people. The Jedi are all gone. I'll take you to him. With the right price. It's Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Flea and Kiedis got a roll. Have you heard their new album? That's it's so, terrible. It's okay, here we go. I can't no. listen to it. So bad. Okay. Anything happened to you? I should have known from the voice. Spaceport passenger check, A3C. Do you read? Over. So game. yeah, that's him. So we don't have to watch the whole scene. You find out he's a sham and he's got he's magnets in his glove and shit. And he ends up being a bad guy. Yeah. Like he ends up turning into a villain. And I was like, oh, Crocious is going to love that. What? Well, because well, he's also like, you know, I've been too clean cut in my image and now I have to stretch well, yeah. out. You know, like, he has to go in different directions. It's unbelievable. I've always complained. To maintain his career. I've always complained that they don't have serial killers that are people of color. He'll be the first one. <laughs> He'll play Wayne Williams or some shit. <laughs> Oh, you can tell. So he's. It has to have a comedic. Look at that nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's massive. Uh, I want to hear the Jedi hear. must protect the round with your son's abilities. They will come for him. You know, he probably cannot hide that accent. And yeah, I'm not yeah. saying in a way like don't hide who you are. I'm saying yeah. in an acting ability way. Yeah, he because he just sounds like Kumail. <laughs> that, but that's a good thing. It's a signature, oh, you know. But he sounds like a stand-up comic. I, I, <laughs> Even Bill Burr, like, is a, can be a serious actor. Yeah, yeah. Little go. chest hair reveal. Be safe, little one. Look at him. Oh, he smiles a little smile. bit. He just ripped off those children, those poor children. He charges kids money for stuff. Yeah, but he's like a sham. So he's, yeah, he's a scam artist. Well, Obi Wan's right, about to give him the business here. Does he do the Jedi yeah. mind trick on him? Obviously, no, he doesn't. He doesn't do Jedi things yet. He I, doesn't. He doesn't want to be a Jedi. Okay, I, I, I he's Ben. See. Every time someone says you, he, I'm Ben. Yeah. I'm Ben. Yeah, Ben. Ben Paul. I want to see this. He has to do a scene with him. With the great Ewan McGregor. He's my best friend. You know he asked for his phone number. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got you know goddamn well. Oh, they're hanging out right now. <laughs> I'm sure they are. At the comedy store. You know. Ewan's gonna do a set. God, gonna do the, the the I've always wanted to try stand up. Like one of those actors who tries to do stand up, you know. Five hundred to look. Kumal. He says it all you fucking UK. Uh, I, I, I wanna I wanna hear it. I mean that's a really good deal. Oh, make it a thousand, I'll even show you some tricks. What do you know of the force, my friend? He should fucking force choke him to death. He knows he's nuts. Yeah. Pulls out the magnets. Okay. What if Kumail pulled a magnet behind his ear? This is a little like a magic trick. But it's funny. The review I heard of this forced. So the show is forced. They felt. Well, that's a good thing. You know. You know, it is the force. Well, well, yeah. No, it does. Here's what I'll say. Well, that's that's a twist for the writer. Each episode starts good. Yeah. But then it just kind of, kind of fucking, peters out. It doesn't even. Yeah, but it kind of levels off. It doesn't completely drop. But like it's not it, it kind of teases that like, oh, it's going to be a really exciting show. But then I think the reality is, is you and McGregor is like tipping 60. Yeah. So I don't know if he can Harrison Ford around these yeah. sets. Yeah. yeah, maybe I can tell you this much. What I heard about that scene 
because they filmed it over Thanksgiving, and it was it's total green screened. I mean, there's like literally just a table. Oh yeah, it was got, COVID. That's, yeah, that's all, and, and it was all. You know, fucking you Kumail know. demanded they were six feet apart just in case anybody, <laughs> just in case Pat Oswalt catches wind <laughs> of him fucking being five and a half feet away from a human being. It, it, this, is Oswald the person who enforces that pretty no, hard? Or, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Pat yeah. Oswalt actually caught heat for taking a picture with Dave Chappelle. <laughs> okay. And then he had to be like, I like he. They literally started comedy the same week or something like that. Oh, I, I, like Chappelle I, yeah. was fourteen and Patton was in his twenties. Yeah, but like yeah. they started together in whatever. Like I think in Virginia, some Virginia st- stand up club. I, I thought Oswald pa- was from Arizona. No, he's from Virginia. His dad. Oh. His dad was a uh, a military. Oh man. yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that makes sense. So f- so they probably went to the same club because Chappelle was D.C. Yeah, and Patton Oswalt was Virginia. So yeah, yeah, which is probably their the same yep. they're the same thing yeah absolutely oh very much so i heard an interesting f- fact today interesting fact on the radio can i say it it's related to this no Here- <laughs> interesting fact uh the state with the largest population that has none of the four major sports wyoming state, no, no no largest population oh. no, none of the four none of the four major sports can i try and guess try to guess new mexico no, New Mexico. Population. I'm population. thinking big states. Yeah, yeah not geographic big. Pop- it's Virginia. Virginia. And then, and then the state with the smallest population that has all four. Can you guess that one? Smallest population that has all four? Yes. Got a hockey. Phoenix. But, well, Arizona's got like almost 8 million people now, I think. It's up there. Yeah. They keep fronting like they're about to be. They keep, they keep ignoring Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Houston is a booming ass city. Oh, absolutely. It's going to overtake Chicago in the next 20 years. Yeah. You know? But then they're all talking about Phoenix has got its own little, it's got a, me- they always say, you know, Phoenix has a metro area. It's, it's massive. That's always the big mark of like, well, we got yeah. a metropolitan area. I remember when Arizona just had the Phoenix Suns and that was it. It was just the Phoenix Suns. The NBA was smart. They went to like Portland and Phoenix. Got when the St. Sa- Louis Cardinals Lakes went to Phoenix, did it kind of blow your mind? Oh, yeah. I remember like that. this is some Jetsons Whoa, future shit. Well, you see, because the Colts had moved five years earlier, that that sort of that, that wasn't that big of a deal to me. I mean, I, I, I noticed it, but it wasn't as big as like the Cleveland move was pretty big. That's probably your thing. When Cleveland moved to Baltimore, Crow's a big Rod Tidwell fan, you know. But <laughs> but the state with the smallest population, all four major sports, it's Minnesota. Really? Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, it's like five point seven million people. Whereas Virginia, I think, is like eight and a half million people. I mean, it's pretty large. That is you know? weird what people, because Minneapolis has some semblance of a skyline. Yeah. Because really, Oklahoma City should have all of the sports. You know? Oklahoma City, mile, I think, if you can look this up, Larry, per like city limits wise, Oklahoma City is like in the top five of largest cities. Oh, I'm sure geographically speaking, it absolutely is. I'm sure it is. You know, but but in terms of population, they in it's Oklahoma not that City, large. they go, we build up, we build out, not up. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, yeah. But square mileage, city limits. Oh, city limits wise, I'm sure size wise, you're right. Albuquerque's probably up there, you know. Um, I I want to I want to specify that. Flea. I thought that was Ed Harris because (laughs) that's the specification that they throw you in Oklahoma City when you try and shit on them not being a city. Yeah, you know, square mileage were top five. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But again, that that seems like a lot. It's a big big apartment. Population is what matters, and and that's why it's so frustrating what's going on in the country right now. Speaking of that, because of geography, on Jim and Sam, they were arguing Norway being more dangerous because if you go per million, 
then Norway is way more dangerous because they had a shooting where 69 people got shot and then never had one again. And then also it's the type of thing like say you have a town that's 1500 people and six people get murdered. Yeah. That's a fucking catastrophe. Absolutely. So that and that would be like 20% per million get like it makes it seem like you're the most dangerous. Yeah. So there was a guy who called Jim and Sam trying to do one of those stats of like, you know, with if you go per million, Finland's actually more dangerous. Uh, I know. I know. (laughs) And that's a lot of these gun people are throwing that type of shit out there. They don't know how numbers actually work. They don't know what the weight of numbers truly are. There is there is a story being told in the numbers. They don't get phrase. it. You know, they don't know. The, they don't know. So they say, that, oh, you're seeing this. If you extrapolate, you should take a nude picture of yourself holding up a dictionary. It, so what? It, yeah, it's bad in Norway, too, that that happened. That, that you know, it's bad everywhere where it happens. It just happens to happen here more than any place on the fucking planet by a by a long shot. That's a problem. You know, it's just it's just ugh. it's I tell you, if they try to push some gun laws now. People are going to start getting assassinated. The assassinations are going to start. Well, that's part of why They're I going to just start like, happening. Just like how my theory is. I really believe that. Just like how my theory is they don't legalize recreational drugs because they don't want the cartels beheading fucking innocents at the borders because you've cut into their fucking income. <laughs> I feel like they recognize that if we ban assault rifles right now, people will fucking build death clubs in the forest. <laughs> like the, the don't the over my dead body, like out <sighs> of my cold dead hands fuckers. Oh yeah. Will revolt. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. They will. This will be the sign, you know? Yeah. But we, oh, why not? Yeah. 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 It's a, let them revolt. And then, you know, something, maybe they gotta be stamped fucking down. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe that has to happen. You know what I mean? Cause it's just like, it's, you can't, when the Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I agree. I'm just saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's I'm just and, playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> and and that weird angle, the that the the text you read me of uh, of our funny of our buddy about Mikey how Man. people on the right are saying cops are cowards now because <gasps> oh, cops were more aggressive with anti-COVID protests. The, the, you know what that's like doing? That's like blaming a Vietnam war, war veteran or a Vietnam war uh, veteran for losing the war. You know what I mean? Like also, you're, you're, you didn't fight hard enough. All cops you didn't did. do your job. You're a dick. That's all what cops you are, did you know? was show up armed to protest. And by the way, people on the left stood up for crazy people on the right and recognized that no law enforcement should show up with a semi-automatic machine gun for any protest, yeah. left or right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and they just stood there. And if if that's your argument, then the people on the right who argued that, like, you know, these people on the left, they show up to our fucking rallies armed. Like, yeah, they don't do anything. They just stand there. <laughs> like, it, it. That's the one thing this shows is how badly people go out of the way to like do analytical gymnastics to fit numbers into their like point of view yeah 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 it is but 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 you can also there is some weight though there is some there is some truth in numbers look you at know? sam dude but 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 it is Football uh and <laughs> are they jo- that's got to be somewhere in a, in hollywood i'm sure he does look like he's playing one of those handheld football games absolutely i, I had one when i was nine my years stepdad old that had two and i thought it was hot shit they were with, with the three little red it was lights. the size of a remote control i loved him i loved those games i still didn't get it yeah. i knew you would hit buttons and the things would go like beep beep yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to tap it to get a long run in football. They had a little stadium yeah. on the outside of it. I loved it. When I got that for my ninth birthday, man, I got, I got one of those. Also, I hated it. And this is when you knew the modern era was coming in. I hated that you can only run the ball. 
I was oh, like, yeah. why can't you pass? No, you could pass it, but the guys had to be wide open. And, and you could you hit a pass button, and then and it would go like four red bleeps to the guy who was open. It was like it was just linear, straightforward. <laughs> and it was like, he's open. I completed a pass. And then you start running and go for a touchdown. Like you take it to the house a lot in that game. You mastered that game in a hurry. So I remember I there was I was watching an old my dad used to record fucking NFL like Sunday yeah. and would just leave it on commercials yeah. and everything. And there was a commercial for tabletop football or handheld football yeah. with Neil Lomax oh, as I believe the spokesperson. That. I, wow. Let me try and find the Neil Lomax handheld wow. football ad. Neil Lomax is one of those classic, generic... He played for like 80- 17 years oh, and had oh, a good career. Oh, he had a long career. He was better than Jim Hart. The, the Cardinals franchise had back-to-back like mediocre, like above average to above average quarterbacks. Jim Hart was the Kirk Cousins of his era. Actually had worse numbers than Cousins. But that's when football was different. You could murder the guys in the defense. I mean, receivers got, literally got, you know, as you said a million times, they got made quadriplegics. I mean, that's how bad the hitting was. You know, it was so violent. It's still violent now, but it was much cheaper back then. You were required to be a thug in the secondary. You know, you hit people. You're forearming people when you're tackling. You're stepping on their hand when you're standing up. You know, it's like it's you're being a real asshole. Dick Jankowski to play the Mattel Electronics football game. Dick doesn't know. I had this. I had this exact one. Team of pros. <laughs> Dick's got the ball, but that computer. What is that? Fonzie is the fucking quarterback. It's Mattel. Well, I'm sure they, they probably thought that. They probably said, fucking, we'll get someone who looks like Fonzie. A young Bruce Dern is the quarterback. You see how that looks like a little field? It looks like a field. I, that was my. I got that. 1978. Absolutely. Well, then I'm going to go back because we have this one. That's amazing. Yeah, but, but Neil Lomax was. Uh, he played. I think he played. I, I don't know who who replaced Neil Lomax. Jake Plummer. No, it might have been Boomer Esiason or I, yeah. This is the that's the one my stepdad had. Run back. Now that's good. Yeah, th- this was like a notch. This is an improvement. Who the fuck is that? Is that fucking Deacon Jones? No, 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 no. Uh, those are. Uh, well, the Rams wannabes. Supposed to be the L.A. Rams, but they're actually not real players. I, I would know who they were. Ball two. One of nine sports games from the number one name, Mattel Electronics. Mattel. Look at that fucking graphic. Is that fucking... <laughs> I think they also worked on Xanadu, you know, with, with that graphic. That's a, What year was that, you know? That was 78. Yeah. 78 was... God, man. Ugh, dudes. I'm oh, I want to find the Lomax one, you know? That's Coleco. Yeah, Kalika. Well, Lomax, Lomax started quarterbacking like in uh, like in eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, I'm thinking this was yeah. like eighty five. We just you put his, you must put his name in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but nothing comes up. Huh. Yeah, Neil Lomax. Pretty much Neil Lomax highlights. <laughs> Did he play in eighty four? Maybe I, because he played with Clint Didier. <laughs> Clint Didier, who played for the Redskins, who was a totally good. That sounds like, very Didier's children. Yeah, Clint. They both played. They both played at Portland State. So they played West Coast ball where they threw the ball around a lot. The West Coast was always like, you know, innovative with the passing game. They knew the passing game well. The West Coast is where you learn how to pass, you know. So Didier was was the main receiver for uh, Neil Lomax. I think Neil Lomax, his senior year in college, Keith, I think Neil Lomax threw threw for like 5,100 yards his senior year in college or something. It it felt that it was probably 3,700. But I mean, it felt like this massive amount. So he was a good quarterback, and then Clint Didier, who who won uh, two Super Bowl rings with the with the Redskins, uh, was also on that team. 
So that that Portland State team. Oh yeah, this one was like had had to had. I remember like not getting this one. This was like I think they wanted me to read books. You know, a completion. A completion. Sounds like a jockey. Let's check the instant replay. Instant replay. What a great idea. Tiger Deluxe football. Was that not installed in the NFL yet? On. No, no, they, they did. Yeah, they didn't have that. Well, when I remember that when was they the first debate. put an instant replay, they went wild with it. Like there was no limits. Like people were reviewing every play. It lasted for a couple years and then went away. You know, yeah, Clint Didier. Um, but anyway, uh, with that, we say so. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Let's see what happens. This, I mean, it is just <laughs> God, so gross. The whole, I mean, is what, are we gonna talking be an, about your mom now? No, no, what are we're we talking the, about the, yeah. the, the mass, the mass, the mass shooting. You know, because well, you like, said gross. I know it's what's well, gross, so it's not dealt with. You know, it's just like anyway. Yeah, yeah would, big statement there too. I know I'm really going on on the edge there with my. I was. I wish I was quicker because after you said that, I was gonna go. It's gross. <laughs> Afterwards, just go. <laughs> That that guy right there on the left, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was in Major League. He was the racist in Major League. Yeah, again. talking to the uh, the uh, the guy who was the Jamaican or the uh, Caribbean player who had like his you know you know ooh, had like a like a Caribbean drum fucking ooh, old ooh, fucking yeah. sinker ball pitcher that was fucking yes. moving up his body. This here's fucking Krishko oil, yeah, motor oil. He's got all the different oils he puts on his body. I could be wrong, but I think it might be him. And he was just like. You know something? You should try the Lord Jesus Christ you instead of your God. He, you, he's, you know, he's Christian, you know? Vega. He's a Christian athlete. Or what would happen to your depth perception with one eye swollen shut, Martinez? No, I don't know if that's him. That's not the same voice. Wow. I'd suspend them, both of you. Dude, it in, does kind of look like him a little 50s, bit. In the 50s, getting a good suspending from school. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was big times. Did you ever 50s, get suspended or dude, the threat of suspension? I never got the threat of it. I got detention a few times. Did you cry? No. Were you upset? No. My parents are going to be so mad. No, no. I got detention, and I was kind of like, okay. I didn't think I deserved it one time, and a couple other times I did deserve it. You know? You, you want to know why I got detention one time? Let me tell you a story about detention. Can I do that? Sixth grade. I'm in an industrial arts class. We had to take an exam. And then there was a bonus question. And Mr. LeBeau, the, the, the teacher, was like, you should write down a place that you want to be. Where do you want to be? After you get into the Southern, it was in Virginia. You should you sound like Sean White. Yeah, you should write down a place you want to be. Where do you want? And I said, Brooke Shields' bedroom. And Ooh, I got and detention. I, I got detention for that. There you I go. Got, I, I got, you know, it was like an hour after school. It wasn't anything bad. too bad, but it was like, it was a gentle slap on the wrist. Like, you shouldn't say that, you know. But I, but I had other times, too. I got it for music class one time for something. I, I was a talker, you know. I didn't shut up, you know. So they didn't like that. <laughs> anyway. So do you want to get into a little Colin Coward stuff? Absolutely, bud. I love it. we got a good momentum going on right now. But, uh, yeah, this debate, I'll be curious to see what happens. I think it flares up and like a bad smell and everything else in this country. Do you ever see any sort of massacre that actually makes people want to ban guns no no it has or it has to be like 1500 people all white and just all white all christian well not even just it has to be so fucking egregious and also just show the power of this weaponry and that's why that's my fear of um you know of you know whatever i just you know right wing fucks they fucking hate Hollywood with a fucking passion. You mean the liberal elites? You the know, globalists? Exactly. The globalish? 
the globalists and and the queers. And I mean, all the stuff that they hate, you know, is here. Have you ever in seen their a globe? Eyes. It looks good on a championship belt. I want to be a yeah, globalist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I live That's in Los- my punk rock song, man. <laughs> I want to um, be a globalist. No, 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 no. One, two, three, I want to be a globalist. One, two, three, you're going to be a globalist. I want to be a globalist. I got into that one. Blew my ears out <laughs> exactly. for that one. I want to be a globalist. <laughs> Maybe I should globalist, put back. it's such a like, what a horrible like euphemism for Jew- for Jewish people. It's so gross. Oh, man. This whole fucking, they're going back to the same playbook. It's the same playbook. that They've been doing this playbook for years. It's effective enough. It's got to be, uh, parts of it have to be eliminated and taken away. So know? here we go. This is our Colin Coward segment. We're going to, we, we usually fuck with sports on television through Colin Coward's coverage. Exactly. Uh, so apparently Travis Kelsey, the tight end of the Chiefs, says money is not his main motivator. And... Uh, a lot of these videos are clickbait, so this says he blasts Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh, so we'll say we'll see if Colin agrees with this or not. So that's Joy Taylor. Joy Taylor on the left, very much so. Who I find she's appealing. she's an attractive girl. Yes, I find her appealing. I do. Travis was asked about that. He said he appreciated the comment from Kittle, but that money is not his main focus in the league. He's- oh yeah. So giving background, George Kittle said that Travis that like tight ends should get paid receiver money because receivers are getting like hundred million dollar contracts yeah. now. Yeah. Which that's the thing with capitalism, and it happens in wrestling where wrestlers have there's these clauses wrestlers could get where it says like yeah. if you hire a new wrestler and he gets paid more than me, you have to give me a raise. Yeah. To equal it because I'm the top guy here. Yeah. And that's gonna happen with football. Where you have like O linemen make a hundred million dollars, quarterbacks make a hundred million dollars, linebackers make a hundred million dollars, linemen make a hundred million dollars. Now tight ends have to make a hundred million. Wide receivers are like at a certain point, it's just gonna cost seventy billion dollars to run a mediocre football team. Yeah, well, I mean the 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 glory positions, your quarterbacks, receivers, those are gonna be the ones that make the most money. Then you're running, then you're tight ends, then you're running back. Running remember backs are disposable. Remember when, when the, running back was like a glory position? Remember when the Seattle Seahawks paid Hutchinson $100 million to become the center? Oh, no, no that was them. the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. As a guard. And it worked out immediately. Yeah, you know, he was good. Their, that was their last decent offensive line was 09. It's literally 13 years ago. 09. Because they, they had uh, Bryant McKinney still, who was okay. And they had John Sullivan, who was a decent center. He was a center for the Rams when they lost to the Patriots like four years ago in that Super Bowl when I first moved here. Like he was on that line, Phil Lodeholt. But anyway, you're right. Great I, football name but, right there. Yeah, exactly. But, but but in terms of the financing thing, I mean, I think that there's a range right now, I believe, where I think it, it ties into, I don't Is know. Is it where the deer know. and the antelope play? You know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here he exactly. goes on tight ends making millions and millions of Dr. <sighs> Evil Dollar said that's my guy and he always wants to see everything well, puerto rican people he just starts it off like that tight end get paid as much as their production is but at the same time i signed my contract understanding what i had i put a lot into this man money in my mind is almost secondary at this point in my career i'm here for the legacy and here to try and make the kansas city chiefs the best team possible so that is my main focus well i agree that he should be we've got to you know how the nba's become a positionless league yes We've got to be careful about making uh, Travis Kelsey is you could it's he's not just a tight end. He is now will be their number one weapon. Yes. And he's also at they're least not going to win the division this year. Chiefs no, are going to win the division. I think they're going to have a hard. This is when you're going to see what Mahomes has. Yeah, because like Aaron Ryan, because I think the Packers are going to be OK. And to a smaller extent, and I still think they're going to be bad. 
I think Fields' talent is going to raise the Bears' talent. A well, I mean, bit. I think they're because gonna, they're yeah. already in like like all the other players have said like he's way ahead of where he needs to be. He already yeah. has like a commanding grasp. Like he's already telling people like you're doing this wrong. You need yeah. to have like he's very much got it. So like I think people are underestimating how much a good quarterback can make a team better. Oh yeah, I don't understand how you could just because they signed some people that were good but they were playing under starters and other teams like they make it seem like the Jaguars loaded up hard and that yeah. Trevor Lawrence is going to shine this year and look at the draft the Jets had Zach Wilson's going to be a pro bowler yeah. and then you have these co- other quarterbacks that are just as talented and they're like well they didn't help him out so this is going to be they're, they're bad yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that Yeah, how can the talent for one team elevate talent just because they were high yeah. draft picks yeah what justin fields can't elevate a player just because they were a fourth round draft pick like well i mean the, what the, the fuck kind of logic is that this is yeah no absolutely i agree i think it make a good point i mean i i think that the uh but again they always say the leap your rookie to second year that's the biggest leap for an nfl player where they get you can really see that they they make the leap and become a good player yeah. and like those third through year three through seven that's when they're at their prime so it's like uh so we'll see i mean again i'll say it, the only thing i'm just concerned about i just hope that they have some offensive linemen i I, I don't want to see loaded him get up hurt. bodies wise. Yeah, you, you got to get some. Also, I've there, heard you know? uh, that their Cole Komet was talking about the offense. He he, said, I think he's okay. He said without giving detail away because they got the new Shanahan offense yeah. with a little bit of like it's ba- more based around fields. And they said, I don't want to give too many details away, but Justin's on the move a lot. Yeah. So that's a good thing where like it looks like they're moving the pocket. Well, th- th- that's where his skills are. He's got good feet. He can throw on the run, and if necessary, he can run. And the coach even you know? said, he goes, we want Justin to run, but not to escape the pocket. We want him to run to open up receivers. Well, exactly. That's going to be our running game for Th- him. That can work, and I've said that all along. His skill is his capacity to run, and you have to be able to finesse that, and then, and then guys will get open, and he'll be able to work on his path. I mean, I you know, I will be curious to watch him. I, mean, I want him to do well. You know, I mean, he, he was under siege last year. Though. Oh, and here, I wish I could pull this up quick, and maybe we'll do it after. Colin Coward thinks the Vikings are going to win the division because he thinks the Packers aren't are like they got rid of all their receivers. So they, they don't have Devonte. That's anymore, the thing. Man. He, that's the drum him and Joy are both harping on. Like it's like a trend they're following that. Like yeah, well. you have to have mega weapons. You got to be yeah. good on the perimeter. You yeah. Gotta have, yes. Yeah. You got to have your like that. You got to have superstars at these at these key positions to succeed at all. Well, yeah. I mean. What I mean, I think you have to have superstars at key positions to win 15 games a season. Oh yeah, yeah, if you're going to be that good. Yeah, but like, yeah. usually a team that wins the Super Bowl is some dog ass nine and seven fucking wild card team. <laughs> the Rams are pretty good. The, oh, I knew, no. I knew the Rams. They're were the good. outliers because yeah. McVay is a fucking photographic mind genius. Yeah, yeah, and, and they had the players, and I mean, they went all in. And I give them credit; they executed, man. I mean, they pulled it off. And dude, you know? honestly, they talk about the fucking Rams front office about how they can wheel and deal, and how are they getting rid of all these draft picks and signing players? Yep, I think they're cheating. Yeah, well, yeah, I think you're gonna find out that Les Snead is a fucking scumbag. Well, yeah, I mean, and I that he's be been like doing some. Redskins hiding some money from the NFL. <laughs> well, I mean, aren't they owned by Kroenke, who is a... Isn't He's that, a piece uh, of shit. Uh, isn't that, is that he Walmart owns Arsenal. money? He owns Arsenal. Arsenal okay. Football Club. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. These fucking oligarchs. It's just like... Ugh. These oligarchs. I mean, can you please just... So here we go. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The only reason I'm stopping it, and I like that we're talking, yeah. is because Colin's been really busting my ass about copyright. Sure. Okay. So fucking... Okay. 
to put a fast corner on a fast receiver. He's a nightmare because he's too fast for linebackers and too... He talks like a black guy. <laughs> he wears these big rings. Big for safeties. So what Kelsey uh, is... The fact is... Out there a boombox on his shoulder. I'm going to be blunt here. Kelsey's a great player. He is getting... What's he getting, Keith? What's he getting? Long in the tooth. Long in the tooth, my friend. This is 10th year, Also, the Chiefs have picked up. They did it with Le'Veon Bell... Their one, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was a fucking bust. Oh, yeah. They are not good at the running back position. Well, Reed doesn't so their like it. their play yeah. action is dog shit. Yeah. Because nobody bites on it. Yep. You need to get your Corey Dillon in there. Remember when the Patriots got Corey Dillon? Absolutely. They were always good to get like an old back, LeGarrette Blunt, the end of their career, you know? They got, they got Steven Jackson for a while, you know? He's not yeah. a tight end. He is a ma- he, he's the late <laughs> Aaron Hernandez. He's a matchup There's, nightmare. The, the late no- Aaron Hernandez? So let me guess. I think his take is going to be we need to watch what we pay these tight ends. Like, let's not set a precedent for tight ends getting $100 million, but I do think he's going to say, but Kelsey is worth $100 million. I don't get this. Why can't the players, it's somehow they're greedy when they make so much money and these owners make Whatever. These are billions toys. of yeah, dollars. It's just like no one ever talks Pat about McAfee that. Pat McAfee said it to Ian Rappaport. It's fucking annoying. Because they were talking about the Buffalo Bills stadium and they were like, yeah, it's going to be, you know, funded by the town. And uh, and Ian Rappaport goes, well, how do you expect him to pay for it? And and <laughs> and Pat just goes, I don't know, pay for the fucking thing yeah. out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I, it's, you know. Like he's a billionaire. You can pay for the stadium twice over. Uh, But I guess here and someone explained it to me. It's like bad for your long term wealth to pay for shit out of your pocket. You do it through business loans and then you can save money paying back those like there's weird like loopholes to like, oh, I'll do it as a business expense. And it's like a different like it's weird fucking loophole bullshit. Now, they could afford to do it. But Jerry Reinsdorf. It was the first guy to, to do threaten it. Threaten to go to Tampa. He was the first guy to do it, and he created the model. He created the model. State of Illinois caved, and that model has been followed by almost every single owner who wants a new. And stadium some do built. leave. Oh, A's are going to Vegas. Enough, enough leave that it's enough of a threat, and they they always want to have like two or three larger cities that want to have a team. Oh, we're going to go to Jacksonville. I remember oh, when Tampa, I was a kid yeah. in Jacksonville and Carolina came, and I remember being like. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that today. Where the fuck is Jacksonville, Florida? That was a terrible city to expand into. And then, like, I even at the time, I remember thinking, like, so it was the home of Leonard Skinner. You took away the Houston Oilers and the Cleveland Browns and added the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. and Carolina Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got a lot more money. I mean, go, going to Tennessee was a uh, that was a smart move by uh, by Bud Adams. I think I think he. Moved you want to know what kind of ages me? I really only remember the Tennessee Oilers. Yeah. I don't really yeah. remember the Houston Oilers. Yeah, I he, remember seeing videos about them and being like, whoa, they used to be in Houston. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, the Houston Oilers were right. Well, Earl Campbell, as I've said before. Oh, Earl I've, Campbell yeah, was a fucking broken beast of a man. <laughs> yeah, now he, he literally should. Yeah, I think he's his death would not surprise. He me was in a just years, a set know? of cartilageless bones <laughs> trouncing about on a football field. Well, well, early in his career, he was. Easily the most physical runner I'd ever seen in my entire life. I mean, when he came into the NFL, he was a rookie. He was the uh, MVP his second year in the league. I mean, no one wanted to tackle Earl Campbell. He sacrificed his body. It was Campbell, Tony Dorsett, and Walter Payton. Those are the three best running backs right. of my childhood. We'll finish off this Collins segment. And I'm sure he made like... that matches up. So- you can talk. Probably made like 850000 bucks a year, Earl Campbell. Here's his production. 
Get over the tight end thing. Like, right. all I know is this. If Travis Kelsey was on the market, what would he fetch? It would not be tight end money. <laughs> no, of it course would not. not. But you can, you know, there is an argument, I think. Obviously, well, that's where they have that have franchise it. tag, right? They can franchise the guy who they still want yeah. to sign, but I don't have to pay you have him. To as pay much. Him. You have to like pay an him. average of You the, have to pay him the max yearly. Yeah. So if you franchise tag Kelsey, you would have to pay him whatever the highest paid tight end is making per year, yeah. you'd have to pay him that. Yeah. So if whoever is making thirty two million per year, you'd have to pay him one yep. year for thirty two million dollars. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's players like hate being franchised. Yeah. To me, franchising a player is the thing you do when you want them to want to leave. <laughs> like the yeah, Bears yeah. used to franchise their cornerbacks and shit, like problem people that were like attitude problems. Fuller. They would franchise <laughs> them and just like annoy them. So they were like, no, fuck it, just trade me. <laughs> were you? <laughs> Do you remember Danelle Wolford? Hell yeah. 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 yeah Mark Carrier. Yeah. Mark Carrier was a decent safety. Yeah. He was okay. RJ McCorders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of those, that 01 Bears team. Was such a fucking. I, I will say this them. though, and it stood to their garbageness. They held on to a defensive player. Brian Cox was the middle linebacker for like eight years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then yeah. he went to the Dolphins and kind of killed it. No, no, no. He was with the Dolphins before the uh, Bears. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he, I think he went to the uh, Patriots. To I think he went to the out. Patriots because he was he went to Western Illinois. I think he's from Chicago, and he, and he he was a, he made a name for himself in uh in Miami, and then he went to uh Chicago. Trust me on this. Um, I, I am. I think I might be thinking of Raymond Harris. Raymond Harris, I think, went Bears to Dolphins, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, he was. I also like, know Brian Cox was kind of a psychopath. Yeah, he he's from East St. Louis. Ooh boy, ooh boy. Yeah, I think you're right, <laughs> Sal. Yeah, there he is. Yep. Dolphins first. Yep, because he followed Wani. Bears ninety six to ninety seven just fucking useless. Oh, he went to the he Jets did. and did well because he went to the AFC yeah, title game with yeah. fucking the Parcells, the Tuna and the fucking Jets. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Because he then he also played for the Patriots. Yeah, wow. And then he ended up with the Saints. Let's hear Colin cut an ad. You want to hold medals in your house? Gold, silver. Our friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Call them eight six 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 seven four herd eight six 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 seven four H E R D. They also have a free investor's guide. He always will be like. Everything he does an ad for, he'll be like, I use it for my company. He's always wants to throw in there that he's got a separate company to his fuck because he's got this thing called the Volume Sports. It's like a podcast network. Anything he'll make like an example. When I was doing this for my company, if I had a company, which I do, just buy hire sign for my company. You know? Well, whatever. Like he's, he's advertising got an entrepreneurial for it. spirit. That that's what this country's made on. These are snake oil sales. He told he was you know? he was like my son knows what he wants to do cybersecurity already has an LLC. <laughs> like I wonder who paid for it. Yeah. I'm sure your boy really fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pulled himself up by his own bootstraps on that one. You know, there was rumors that his daughter was dating fucking Joe Burrow. I think oh. or Lamar Jackson, one of the quarterbacks, one of the dark ones. They wasn't happy about it. Yeah, jo- Joe Burrow. You know. <laughs> oh, this is a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Here, th- so let me so. Th- James Worthy said the Lakers refused to build like Memphis, Milwaukee, and Boston, the consistent winners. Now, Joy and Colin go to the angle of like, yeah, but those teams haven't won champ- that many championships. Yeah. What the Lakers can do is just roll, get the checkbook out teams if they still have checkbooks they in business. this world. They're going you know? really good. PM. Okay. Around town once in a while. He's a really good guy. And he was talking about James Worthy, really good guy. Talked about him for my company. My company. The Lakers. 
and about, you know, what they're going through right now. And he was saying, you know, they should be watching these other teams and how they do their business. Here's James. The Lakers, I, I think they have refused to build over the years. We've had some good players, Ingram, Randall, Ball. Yeah. They traded Ball to the Bulls, baby. I'm yeah. happy about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Trade then- away draft picks to try to win immediately. And I think they're going to have to really think about how they need to build. Here's something Joy and L.A. are going to Joy and L.A. Joy and Colin are going to do L.A. coward, as I, as I yeah. call them. <laughs> they always talk about loss. And I because because to me, I hate when people do this because it reinforces the L.A. bullshit. They talk about how like L.A. only chases stars. Like, why yeah. would we build like a small market hick fucking yeah. Boston franchise? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, Milwaukee. L.A. Yeah. gets established talent. Yep. That's the only thing that works in L.A. is established talent. Like and so they're that that's their that's their bent of like the Lakers can only go after established talent because it's L A baby yeah, yeah yeah well yeah which is yeah it's a like yeah. that's why people hate L A yeah because <laughs> that bullshit yeah because you don't because you act like you're better than everybody because <laughs> we have fucking meth addicts who fucking yeah roam the streets we need to create players that have cohesiveness talk so about like- bullshit get to Colin thirty five years. The Celtics have one title. Memphis has none, and Milwaukee has one. Lakers have eight. Okay. L.A. is not Milwaukee. And frankly, it's not Boston. Star athletes love playing in Los Angeles. They don't love playing in Boston. The franchises that... uh, He knows. Exactly. He's got the inside inside scoop, you know. Stars. They have, they will, and they do. I mean, LA got human fecal matter everywhere. <laughs> stepping human shit, you step in human pile of shit in you Boston. Got the, you got the shit app, you know, on your phone. Um, they, if they, you they have IT an advantage in sports or in life, you're tall, you're funny. Oh, yeah. Texas and Florida have no state tax. And they use yeah. it yeah. to pry away. Oh, yeah. Have no state. You're strong. Use it. It's jarring. Right? When, Texas when was the last Florida time you heard the have, N-word? When was the last time you heard the end? Like, like used in a way too that was like, a yeah, yeah. As opposed to like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, you know. It's been years. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. I've heard it on like Instagram videos and shit where they will they'll show like, hey, look at this guy say something racist. I've yeah. heard some fucking care that some of them Karen women get f- flustered and they say it. You see a black guy throwing some education. You see an educated black guy or a woman, yeah, get at it with a white girl. Oh, you. <laughs> You and and then she fucking just walks away. Wow, wow, Ugh. can't handle it. That's Honey, gross. Stars come here. I, I I've heard it here. I heard it somewhere. I think I heard it someone yelling it out of a car at some. I mean, LeBron like, played in this league you know? forever. He came to Los Angeles. Two years later, his net worth. LA over. Yeah, yeah. Riley has literally changed the entire roster at USC mm-hmm. in five months. Best young quarterback. Best young receiver. It's just the reality of California. They have advantages, and they use those advantages. Now, no state's perfect. You know, this state is high. This is where you could talk about Texas and their gun problem. Oh, 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 he's in, oh they do this in California. I didn't know that. He's saying that, he's saying that like, California's rich and we flaunt it. Who gives a fuck? Go fuck yourself. You get taxed, though. You know, yeah. Yeah, well, you Lonzo know. Ball. Yeah, I'm not going to feel sorry for you, okay? Because you still have $100 million. You know, okay, so you have to give up $10 million more. Am I supposed to feel sorry for you? You still have way too much money. That whole fucking, ugh. It's just like, God, it's so gross to me. I'm just like, yeah, you know, it is. How is this different than like the dark ages of like, you know, the castles are just these corporate fucking oligarchs, you know, and the, 
Then they, instead of the fucking moat, they got a bunch of attorneys just protecting it. And you have to like work for their companies to get health insurance. And they, they create this whole social contract that like forces you to work for them, you know, and then they call it freedom. Fuck you. No, it's not. It is not freedom. I can't stand that, you know? Ugh. Just to squeeze. How much more fucking money do you need? Do you want to head into a break here? Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pick. <laughs> we got May 11th, 1992 commercials here. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huggies presents Houdini. Poor little Houdini. His leaky diaper stopped the show. Lucky for him, Huggies' baby steps made an appearance. Great tasting friskies. Feelings of our country, you know? Friskies. Like, these commercials to me, seriously, seriously, Keith, these commercials don't look that old to me. Let's make it official. (laughs) Wow, hello, Larry. Hello, and let's welcome into the chat here. Uh, we got the James famous Bailey. and Rob Aponte. Ah, the, the, the president you, and vice, vice president. We got the whole podcast cabinet here. Excellent. Uh, Good to hear. Good to hear. Put this down here. It's going to be a big second half here. We so got again. This was 1991. Two. Two. May 1992. Oh, at the that was the month I moved to Chicago. Yeah, I think Queen put out an album this year. Oh, well, Mercury died in, in November of 91, so yeah. it was still fresh. They were, and they put out a, like he, they put out a posthumous album. They I were they recording a joint. Someone wow. came into my work and referred to something as a joint. Which is... <laughs> Let me get one of these joints, like a cookie. And I was like, this isn't fucking a shoe release. Like, you're not at a, you're not at a Kanye West shoe release. Yeah, I don't... Sir... I don't, <laughs> I got to be honest, when I do my, pa- pa- you know, I do lift, as you know. Well, yeah, and a lot of- things aren't going well. No, that's, no. that's, that's, yeah. that's great. I, I, He's I, actually doing way better than anyone I know in show business. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I tell people that your pilots get in traction, they're just like, that's fucking great. Like they get shocked and well, they're like, that's awesome. Well, it's, you know, it gets people and I told it wouldn't, I tell, I go common Reddit and they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, no, it hasn't gotten to that point yet, but, we, but, but we got other production companies that have. We are well. We're finishing. We, we saw the second iteration of the sizzle reel this week. The second iteration, as you know, our buddy Chad Briggs is uh, doing the editing on it. So uh, it's getting there. It still needs improvement, you know. But uh, we gave some direction, and he was cool and receptive. So we'll get another copy this coming week, you know. So we're just trying to get it out to. Uh, I, I don't want to jinx it because I want it to be good, and, and it could be amateur hour, Keith. It could be my Waterloo. They could look at this three-minute preview and say. These guys don't have a fucking clue. That's a distinct possibility. But okay, so then it happens. Okay, <laughs> you know, maybe I don't. I, I feel like I do. It's a marketable idea. At a minimum, I should be able to sell the fucking thing. You know, I mean, come on. I just want to sell the fucking thing. I got to give a reason to truly get a foot in the door living in this city. You know, I'm trying to pursue this, trying to make it happen. So we'll see. Anyway, thank you for listening to my indulgence there for the oh, last Oh, yeah, minute. no problem. Oh, no. I was just, I got to, I'm preparing the TV league. I got a whole thing where it's on the screen so the viewers can see it. And I could tell you it as we, because we're going to go over TV league standings and whatnot. Kumail, he's got a career. <laughs> he's doing Star Wars oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. He was motivated. He got was the sci-fi rewind. This is throwing me for a loop. Spend all day traveling through time with Quantum Leap. I love how they have them blowing fucking the wind on them. Like that's how they put. That's how they give time travel powers into you. They just blow compressed air at you while you're nude. He's definitely in the buff. I was Bacula a heartthrob at the time, dude? Again, I I knew of him, but I didn't really know what he had done. You know, so I. 
Is that Ed Asner on the left? Lou Grant? Fucking uh, from Mary Tyler Moore fame? No, I, I want it to be. I always feel like I'm kind of close, but I'm off. That, it's not, that is not Ed. Uh, it looks like Edwin Newman, who is a NBC newscaster, uh, a third stringer. No, but it's definitely an Ed Asner archetype. Yes. Like, they're like, like I say, they can't afford Asner. Let's so th- move it, Miss Barringer, huh? Uh, is that Robert Prosky? Mo- did he just pop into a woman's bathroom? Yeah, yeah he did. He holy did. shit. Can we... Re- that's amazing. We cannot rewind it, but holy fuck, we just witnessed that. Get out of there, broad. Uh, that's got to be the theme of this is sexual harassment. That's got to be yeah. the theme of this. It's got to be. There's no way that they, even back then they were a little more woke than that. Come on. I mean, there's a purpose behind that. That's what to say. Two people know how and where you'll be taking her. So if there is a leak, it's either you or this broad in the me. bathroom. He just turns around and looks into a peephole in the door. I'll go check on the laundry truck. You do that. Can people not see Sam? Yeah, I don't think so. Because he's just loud. He wears the loudest clothing. I mean, you you can hear that suit coming. That's got an aura. Why do you have a white pimp next to you, sir? (laughs) So? So? I'm trying to get some information. What was Dean Stockwell before this? Is this what he was first known for? No, 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 no. He was... He was a child actor, I believe. Like he was a child, like like I think in like the forties or fifties. And I think he had a little bit of a career back then. What I first remember him from, and, and I came late to the party, was a couple of David Lynch movies. He was in Blue Velvet, where he played a totally creepy character, just a really creepy, creepy character that Dennis Hopper adores. And Dennis Hopper is a sociopath. You've seen Blue Velvet, I assume. Yeah, but I couldn't get really get past it it's like it was i started it because i had like a david lynch phase yeah and then i was like this is a little slow for me and then i started watching twin peaks and i was like let me start twin peaks first yeah and i got really into twin peaks yeah i think i like television when it's slow paced better than movies oh interesting slow movies bore me more than slow because a slow tv show like as boring as an episode will be it's over in 40 minutes yeah like you got to sit through a movie for sometimes two and a half, three hours where you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, so I remember him from Blue Velvet, but he was also in the science fiction Dune that David Lynch directed. Not, not the one that's going to have a sequel done for it, you know, but the one from 1983. He's in that too. He plays like a, a Weasley assassin. So just to tie the bow off, I was explaining what Quantum Leap was earlier. So there's an episode that we watched last week where he has to leap into the body of a college professor that had sexually assaulted a girl that he dated in present time. So he leaps back to the past as the professor to not rape the girl, but not for her well-being, so that she's not crazy when Scott Bakula dates her in the future. Again, he's paying it forward. So ever that's so mo- what he's doing. So most of the time, it's like historical shit, Kennedy assassination. But every now and again, it'll be a personal thing. And then I recently watched an episode called Jimmy, where he is a retarded person, developmentally and, disabled. And there's a scene where he looks into a window. There's always a, a moment in the show where he looks into the window to see who he is, and he goes, "I'm retarded." And he looks in the mirror. Yeah, that's how they do it in the mirror. That's when his reveal happens. Yeah, exactly. I never watched it. Looks like the only person whose luck has changed around here is Dana. I don't mind a voiceover. 
Yeah, Crow talked about the events from this week. Uh, James wanted to know if we went off about the school shootings and stuff. We, we certainly we, we did. Cer- yeah, we ta- we'll bring it up again. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, we certainly ta- Yeah, we talked about it some. I feel uh, like I know. Is that Elizabeth Shue? Oh, no, she no. looks shoeish. No, no. I, I she looks shoeish, right? I thought it was <laughs> a real shoe. Uh, she's a shoeish American princess. Is that what she is? No, it, it is a. I thought that was either uh, uh, the woman from Mad TV who was the Chicago Mo improviser. Collins. <laughs> no, I thought it was Tawny Katane, I thought, but I, I was wrong. Can't whip that hair. You know, and then it's and then I thought it was, uh, what was the woman who was on Mad TV? It was a really good improviser. Stephanie Weir. Okay. Very good improviser. She was on a show I watched recently. Oh, I think she's got a little bit of a career. She was in that Flight Attendant show. We watched The Flight Attendant, which was a very good show. Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. She yeah. plays a flight attendant who bangs a bunch of dudes and is a drunk and she wakes up next to a guy and his throat's been slit and she gets into some inter- international espionage. Huh. Season two gets a little wild because at the end of season one, the FBI is like, oh, you caught a criminal. Yeah. The CIA, they're like, oh, you caught a criminal. You can be like a fucking one of our yeah. sleepers. So in, in season two, she actually works for the CIA and it starts getting a little far-fetched. But it was one of those shows where it's like the reverse of a bad show where the second season started and I'm like, this is going to suck. And then every episode built. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, no, this ended up being a really good season. Good, good for them. Good for them. Good yeah. writing. Putting it together, you know. Uh, James Bailey says Elizabeth Shue is hilarious in Hamlet 2. Oh, yeah. Hamlet 2 is a great movie. <laughs> That's one of those movies with uh, Steve Coogan. And he's putting on. He, it's like a movie about a high school play. And he's making a sequel to Hamlet. And like the movie is him doing Hamlet too. That's pretty too. funny. That's, yeah, that's, that's funny. That's a good. That's a funny premise. You know, <laughs> it's neither of those people, but you could see how you could look at her and think that it was Tawny Katana. See, but right? this is a prime Katana, example. Maybe? This is Chris a prime Katana? example. This yeah. is late '80s, early '90s, yes. and they're doing episodes about the '60s, the '50s, early '70s. Yeah, and it's because there's the visual difference of like yeah. we can change clothes. Yeah, but if they made this show now. They would have to leap back to the same times because you can't go from 2022 to like 1997 because like it's not that different. That's the thing about shows that take place in the 90s now is like you have to have like Soundgarden blaring in the background. Like there's there's noise references like you can't really do it with clothes. I mean, you can grunge wise. You can also but it's like the X hat. Remember the X hat? Yeah. But like there's always those shoot in moments where someone's walking down the street and they're playing zero by the Smashing Pumpkins for no reason just to establish that it's 1998. What do you think we're trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to have some musical cues in there. You know, no, no. It's a little different. Than that. It's a little more tactful than a little, a little smarter than that. We're going down the dramatic angle. You know, so let's start at the top. Let's find a uh, let's see if we have a TV league show on. So we had the, the, I talked about this yesterday, but we had big finale week. We watched the bull finale yesterday. Mm. Um, he caught a, a dude who was poisoning his tenants with carbon monoxide oh. because one of the tenants found out he murdered somebody. So he poisoned him with the monoxide. Uh, so wow. that was the bull finale. It was, is bull a legal show? Yeah. yeah. Jason bull. I'm a lawyer. I always <laughs> love shows like that where the show's called like fucking <laughs> Steel, steel <laughs> law, and it's just like Benjamin James Steel, steel yeah. <laughs> is a fucking hard nosed, sharp edged attorney. Like the name of the show is just the guy's last name. The Rockford Files, yeah, it was Jim Rockford. You know, he was the Rockford Files was actually a decent show. It, but it, it, for for uh, for seventies drama well, was actually maybe okay. It's time I started listening to my head. 
You and got- my head, which looks like it's in the 80s and 90s, like, look at that fucking beard and that. Anytime you got the blonde hair like that, to me, that's like an 80s fucking, like, prep. Well, uh, but the hair would be longer. It'd be longer. Oh, no, no, this is Hawaii Five O. Yeah, yeah. New Hawaii Five O. Yeah. So just to cover, we got new league standings here, Crow. And I'm going to cover went up and what went down. Let me get my <laughs> notebook here, Crocious. Acting. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Look, sure. man, why don't we just... I, I need to go talk to these I gotta guys. Pull, I can pull up the chat on my phone now. Hold on, I'm getting my, my P's and Q's together, guys. Yeah. Don't leave. Four minutes to two. We need a miracle. Well, I don't know if it counts as a miracle, but I have found something odd. To make sure that we hadn't missed anyone off the list of suspects, I hacked into the funds. I always love, they always have a, a British gal. I know. <laughs> I'm always the one that gets things done. Exactly. I'm efficient, I'm smart, yeah, but I'm also beautiful. Two days before Maya went to now let's have sex on this desk. That's really that odd. dude, money was he's been in stuff. He, he's a name. You know what, though? Now that I think, I mean, Magnum P.I. is islandy because he wears the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. But that's the thing now. And I wonder if it's like, if it's cheaper to film like NCIS Hawaii. Hawaii Five O, fucking. They always have these coastal fucking reboots of fucking old TV shows. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta think. From what I understand, Hawaii is the most expensive state in the country. I think it's double the cost of California, and California is expensive. <laughs> so it's that expensive. So production there, I, it must be expensive. It must be fucking a pain to do it. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's got to be high. I would think it'd be high overhead. It'd be great, great place to shoot though, wouldn't it? Film a, film a TV show there. That wouldn't be a bad life. You know, hang out in Hawaii. And just, this dude, he's been in stuff. Wasn't he in like uh Oh, who is this guy? I feel like I know who he is, but I, I can't place it. He, he was in th- stuff when he was younger. You know, this guy. The is that Rory fucking, the dude from Days and Confused? Look at him just flexing his fucking triceps. Look at my triceps. I'm just flexing him for the camera right now. I'm just buff. I'm buff, man. He's buff. He's you know, the stuff, and the girls just can't get I'm enough. Look at me, buff. You know, I. I <laughs> it's all the same. It's it's just the same, the same as it was thirty years ago. I, it bums me out. I, I kind of ho- I hope that the humanity would improve, and it's it's only gotten worse. It's <laughs> like when I watch things like that, that's where I go with Hawaii Five O. It's where my mind goes. You know, I used to think things were going to improve. So we're having some freezes, apparently. The very definition of love was going to change, and it was going to be about understanding truly understanding other people and them understanding you and connecting you know and all that was going to happen there's no no (laughs) didn't happen and not going to happen anytime soon if at all i'm much more pessimistic i think there's a distinct chance of uh of uh, bloodshed in the world because that's just the way it's very very maddening to me it's my deep moment your deep moment (laughs) I'm too much because like because Rob is saying I think whatever Rob uses to watch Twitch is just not powerful. Oh, okay. Because he keeps saying Blame it's freezing. Him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and then is. but Bailey said it also froze, but he got it back. So I mean that's probably what's date. Oh, our internet glitched. Okay, that's what it was, boys. Our internet glitched. Hey, let's put on chariots of fire because that's like a. Uh, Va- Vangelis, that composer, just died, and I think he won an Oscar for this. For uh, it was the, it cratered a mood. Do, 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 do. 
Dun 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 da da dun 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 da dun. That was the sound for uh, chariots of fire, and I think it won an Oscar. So we, I want to pop that on if we can. That's cool. It's what do you want to put on? Chariots of Fire, Channel Three. So I think that that eighty-one one was yeah, Michael Douglas or whatever. No, 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 no. It's actually yeah. Th- this is people don't even know. This I was honestly a, thought this movie was about gays racing. <laughs> well, I know this guy Scott Davis. He died of AIDS. I know that in the eighties. One of the guys who's raced here. But this is. Uh, I mean, this was deemed a very like kind of intense sort of drama when I was twelve. This is Vangelis, the guy who did the music for uh, for um, Blade Runner, did this music too. Oh, that like this is the first of the slow motion, like <laughs> yeah, dun 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 da da dun. Look at those <laughs> gentlemen. Why are they dun, Why are they dun, planting dun, seeds before it? No, no, they're getting a, a spot for their foot to, to be able to. Uh, get, they didn't have the block back then. They had to dig into soil so he can plant his Jew his foot, foot into the ground. They, yeah, exactly. He's Jewish. That's what it is. Yeah, that, 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 that's the tension in here. That, that's Dave Stoller from. I saw him. I saw that guy on a, on Franklin Avenue about a year ago. One of the guys in this scene. Holy shit! <laughs> so while we're watching Chariots of Fire, I'll go through the TV league. Here. Absolutely, Chariots of. I think this is the. <laughs> Amsterdam Olympics of, of 1928. I could be wrong. So, Crow, there's this website called Flix Patrol, and I've discovered that they break down every week, day by day for the whole week, what was number one on which streaming service. Yeah. So I've decided to, and it's some shows that aren't in the TV league, but they're, so I've started putting shows or adding points based on this. Yeah. And uh, NCIS caught the edge and is now number one in the Interesting. TV league. Interesting. Wow. There's Ian Holm. You know this guy. He, he was in Lord of the Rings. You know. Who's he in Lord of the Rings? Uh, he, he was the, the old guy who had the ring in the, in the first movie. Oh, Andy yeah, yeah, Bill, yeah. Bill, he's Frodo. Yeah, he's, or he's Bilbo. Bilbo. Isn't he Bilbo? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He plays like a, like a hardened like journalist, you know, like a, a, a British journalist. I love the old British like top hat. The fucking. Yep. Like they're going to a shakies. Yeah, or like know? they're about to fucking, like they're quality checking a casino or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bizarre look. But it was big in the 20s. The, this movie took place, I think this is 1928. Uh, but it could be Paris in, in 24. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Paris in 24. I'm wrong. I, I went to the Olympic Stadium in, uh, in Amsterdam. He's there, is he in home? There he is. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love that. We go. got just stand there pumping on the cigar. Well, he's his coach. He's also his coach. Come that's on. What, that's one of the Shylock. relationships, you know. Come on, you boy. Shylock. <laughs> he's just quoting racist, <laughs> racist Shakespeare. Yeah. Come on, Gold. So this is about the Hitler Olympics. No, 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 no. This is before the. This is the twenties. Okay. This is, before, is this but just it, about high school track and field. No, it, it's about Olympic track and field. I mean, this is the Olympics of like 1924, and one. Of, I think it's based on a true story. One of the guys is a Jewish guy, and, and they. Were much play up the uh him being jewish and being an olympian and his competitive spirit you know and oh they certainly try hard you know like they they work very hard you know it's so here we go crocious the shows that were uh promote or relegated from the premium channel into premium access okay supernatural dateline nbc and heartland and those shows right now super supernatural and dateline nbc are sitting one and two they haven't moved yet 
in premium uh, access. Okay, okay. And uh, Heartland, I think, got bumped down a little bit to four because it's been stagnant for a little bit. Okay. And then okay. coming up into the prime is Chicago Fire, mm. which caught a little fire and went right in at number 18. Yep. Because it came in a little high. This guy's a globalist. His character. He's a globalist? Yeah, you missed it, shit. Uh, You'll Gold see him in a little bit. Goldbergs and Survivor are rounding out the bottom here at 19 and 20, so that okay. got back into the prime time. Okay, yeah. Goldberg's is, you know, uh, strong. <laughs> I was going to lick my finger to yeah, turn exactly. the page, and I almost licked the microphone. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's the marijuana boys. Yeah, that happens. You see, right here, there he is. There he is. He's 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 running. He's yeah. He won. I guess he won. So he was, you know, that's a big deal. He stole it, you mean? He stole it. Yeah, that's Scott Davis. That's not. That's the guy I saw in Franklin. Look, it's got the blonde hair, the twenties blonde hair, like we were talking about. Yeah. The British guy. Dude, this won. seems like such a boring Hoosiers vibe. Uh, it's you know, and Hoosiers it's, fucking stinks. It, you know, it's it, it's yeah, you'd hate it, I'm sure. But I I, I didn't mind. The music is good. And it's yeah, it's of one of those emo It's one of those movies that's all about that emotional moment at the end. Yeah, yeah. that like that moment is so good that you're just yeah. you're talking about that the whole movie. Yeah, during all the nothing <laughs> when is that's that happening. moment gonna happen? You know, but but they, they do a decent enough job of building some relationships here and building some characters, and you know they do some. Fa it's basically about like you know men of the twenties who were dying in seventies England. You know they their country and what they did with it, and you know blah blah blah. That's part of the subtext of this too, you know. And like, but again, he's Jewish, and it's sort of like that. There, there's an anti-Semitism, you know. When he punches the hat, there he goes. He did it, you know. Oh, he broke his hat, Ian Holm. Oh, he punched his hat intentionally. There go. He looks like the fucking dude from fucking. Uh, looks like a young. Uh, a rock. Fucking Polly. <laughs> no, 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 not Polly. From Rocky. Oh, 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 Polly. Oh, his brother, not, not Mickey. Yeah. Mickey the trainer. No, Mickey's a tra yeah. Polly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, he's. He's crying there, you know, because it was a it's a moment where the coach like he didn't totally lose it. He he was British and subdued in his acting, but he wanted to cry. So but he didn't cry because he's still British and he keeps his stiff upper lip. So just to catch cry. up with the chat uh, here, you it know. says Burgess Meredith meets track coach. That's what it says. <laughs> Mick. That's ah, tried to take a boat over here. What's with these English? They speak funny. I don't understand it. And then we have uh, Bailey saying track meets were always too long. Yes. Oh, well, and tra track as a sport is boring. I mean, to watch. Oh, I mean, totally. I mean, in the Olympics, you watch the hundred, you watch a few things. I, I like watching the high hurdles. I think the high hurdles are kind of an interesting thing to watch because it's just like they're pretty athletic, but it's dull. <laughs> is that Kate Beckinsale? Is this when she was no. first acting? You can tell. Obviously, she's not. But I mean, but the point it's, is. Uh, 15 minutes to cut, not miss. She was minutes to cut, not miss. A beautiful British actress. This is still kind of the time where people acted like this, you know? Yeah, well, it was, you know, it was, it was the 20s. 14 seconds, miss. Yeah, but see, it's, but it's the uh, 1979. See here, oh, it's 81. Here's Gilgood. He did it, sir. The 80s didn't become the Your 80s. Your newspaper made out of minority skin, sir. <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, joy, sir. Sir, So relegated <laughs> from premium access to Channel 3. John Gilgood. He, he was in, I think I said him and Andy Warhol. John Gilgood and John Major. Yeah, but Gilgood was in a lot of stuff. He was in like Arthur. He was definitely a, a British actor of that era. <laughs> Rob Aponte says Johnny Westmuller real life swam in those Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably did actually. Yeah, yeah. And then and then, then he made and a he career before, in Tarzan before playing Tarzan. He said, "Oh yeah." Well, I mean, he made a. He was the original Tarzan, swimming in the jungle and shit. Yeah. You know. So relegated from premium access into Channel Three is Blue Bloods, The Voice, and Shameless. 
Blue Bloods and The Voice didn't really, it's just stagnant, so it didn't go anywhere. But uh, yeah. The Voice, I think, went down. Wow, good. A little bit too. I'm sick of Let's those shows. See. One of those shows is going to go away. Oh, no, shameless. If I just hate it in shameless. The Voice, I'll be a star. Oh, it's my one chance. Oh. Shameless oh, is number five. <laughs> Who am I to judge it? Go ahead. Um, and then, <laughs> Oh, really? Shameless. Uh, solid show, Shameless. Yeah. But then, so, uh, I won't really go into too much of the pro-rel, because we did that yesterday, so I'll just go through the divisions here. Sure, sure. Um, Moon Knight's kind of making his way up. It's number 22 in Channel 3. It's a, a Marvel superhero show. God. It's actually oh, pretty, yeah. It's actually yeah. pretty mind-bending and fucked up. Like, aside from the superhero stuff, you might actually, like, it'd be no, one of I've those, heard, like, I've, Batman things where you're like, I like it. Like yeah. it'd be ridiculous, but you'd you'd tolerate it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've heard, actually heard some good things. Because he's about in a mental it. institution. Sorry to do that. Sorry he's to in just a. Right it's away. it's about a, it's based on a comic book story where he's in a mental institution and he's having these like visions that he's a superhero, and it turns out that he's not in a mental institution. That like, it's like a illusion to make him not have his powers, and like his visions are like his powers trying to show him that like oh, oh, the future. <laughs> it's real f- kind of like heady. Yeah, type I, shit. I, I don't and mind he's British. That. I'm a British bloke. Yeah, of course. Well, People they, always take superheroes seriously more when they're British. <laughs> I wanted to see Dr. Cumberbatch, but I haven't seen him and I got a free ticket. Saying, Is that what you call it? Yeah, I call it Dr. Cumberbatch. I, I haven't seen it. So know? into Channel 4. I respect him. I think he's a great actor. I think he's fucking really into good. Into Channel 4, we have the blackish finale taking oh. it to number one in Channel 4. Inventing Anna Thobasic, number two in Channel 4. Okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything. A lot of these shows are pretty stagnant. Yellowstone lost in space. Channel four is really like the, these shows aren't on right now type of division. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I think, was this the Paris, this was the Paris Olympics. I thought it was 28. I went to the Olympic stadium in Amsterdam. It's really tiny, but it's a beautiful stadium. Beautiful oh, yeah, stadium. Yeah. Tiny. Little chippy, like the infrastructure is not as great. Well, I mean, they've actually done a pretty good job of upkeeping the brick. It also makes you see how small people were back then. Well, it, it, it sat like... Running on, around quick like Babe Ruth footage. Again, I think that's where Ajax played for a while. Ajax. So, or Ajax, whatever. Ajax. Yeah. They, uh, I think it seats like 21,000 people, maybe. I could be wrong. It could be, it could be even less than that. But the, the, the stadiums were tiny. You know, but and, and the Olympics had like 40 countries. You so know? I'm scrolling down to the bottom here because we have had some debuts and I'm even going to show yeah. you flicks. I'm going to pull up flicks patrol on the TV for the fans here. Yeah, because I want to show you how this works. Sweatpants were like the yoga pants of the, of the 1940. You worked out in them, you know, like sweating sweatpants were like a ooh, like you're a, in sweating pants. It sounded like you were going to go robot in sweating pants. <laughs> you know, they, they, you were rugged. If you were in sweatpants, you know. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like, like you were, you're gonna go and cut the grass or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna do something physical. I'm gonna you're go gonna mow, do something cut physical. the grass and mow my wife's lawn. Hey, there we go. <laughs> but yeah. So it, here's this website called Flix Patrol. Here, Crow. Okay, okay. And then what you do is you click here in top ten. Okay. I went through this yesterday, but we're sure, gonna fucking sure. do it again. <laughs> um, like I'm angry. You grit. <laughs> grit it down Just to let it. people know that we're doing because you have to make certain selections here you don't go worldwide you go united states i don't care what they're watching in fucking bahrain oh oh, oh so this this is uh just oh it, it tracks wow. it, it's not it's streaming it's wow. all streaming thing it's called flix patrol he does his own tv league but just streaming i use his numbers i use everybody's numbers yeah so this is basically ne- the top netflix shows right now uh, and you could do from Lincoln this Lawyer, week we're gonna do this week lincoln lawyer and then so Lincoln Lawyer is going to get most of its points when it 
rates in the Nielsen top 10. That's the big stuff. I look at this as like FA Cup tournament stuff. So Lincoln Lawyer for the last two weeks has been the top show on Netflix. So I think it has like 14-ish points because okay. one point for every day, it's number one on oh, Netflix. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, yeah. Then when, in a couple weeks when it actually rates on the Nielsen top 10, we'll add the 50 or whatever points it gets. Yeah. So this is just like a little entry, gets it in, little, yeah. little yeah. fucking yeah. key bump of yep. Lincoln Lawyer, and we're going to get fully injected with that shit. And, and this is, is it based on the McConaughey movie? Right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. He's Lincoln got Lawyer, but yeah, I think exactly. it's a Gerard Butler looking motherfucker. Okay. And then Ozark. People like that Ozark. So, but here's what I like. You scroll all the way down here and it breaks it down day by day. So May 23rd through the 27th, every day Lincoln Lawyer was the number one show. Yeah. And then you have HBO. Hacks was number one on Monday. Uh, yep. The Time Traveler's Wife was number one for the rest of the week. Here. Hacks has a little bit of a following. Bluey. Bluey gets five extra points this week because like all it's every time this is one point for every show so you literally make five shows ncis this is how ncis became number one it's gotten three midweek was number one on paramount plus okay for streaming yeah yeah okay okay god it's just so in god the way it's measured now look at all these but better call saul is at 66 points right now because look at look at all these number ones crow this is number one on Amazon wow. for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Number one on uh, iTunes, Monday, wow. Tuesday. Wow. Number one on uh, Google Play. So all basically, week. all the platforms uh, essentially. People like are watching him. Better Call Saul. Wow. Okay. So that's a point for every one of those pictures of Bob Odenkirk you see. I I just learned something. I think I finally understand our scoring. <laughs> I think I think a well, year this in is I just heard. adding stuff. No, no, it makes sense. Though. And then so and then so this is one point for every picture you see up there. Yeah. Then in the big dogs, the league league games, I call them your Nielsen ratings and your everyday like Ooh. over broadcast ratings. Ooh. Those are league games. That's why I give you three points for a rise in okay a rise in so viewership. You, you weight it higher. Yeah. You still rate weight network TV higher and straight streaming, not just like were you number one. Once I get your full minutes, that's when it's like official, like you get three, you get two. And that's another thing, but we're changing that next season. I used to do two points for every, it used to be two points for every 100 million watch minutes. Yeah. But I think I'm going to up that to three just to make it fair across the board. Yeah. And it'll give people a little bit of a higher score to put, kick them to the top a little bit quicker. Yeah. And then you can work your way down throughout the 52 weeks of the season. Yeah. I'm trying to make a point system that makes things to make a true barometer, an overall score yeah. of what people are watching, but also a way to make it entertaining throughout the 52 weeks of TV where shows that aren't on TV are still moving fluidly. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly, week. exactly. No, I, I, it's an interesting idea. You're right. Cause the way you, I mean, whatever, uh, you know, this hacks could hit a, hit a hot streak in July. Well, and you know what I, I mean, or whatever, this, you know, because yeah, even yeah. though they don't rate on the Nielsen top 10 friends is huge on streaming. Yeah. Like friends is number one on a lot of these street. Like, and so I was just like, Oh, like these shows that aren't necessarily in the Nielsen top 10, but still rate, like Man. they should get their chance too. Like Jesus. even, even though they don't get a billion watch minutes, people still watch the office like a motherfucker on streaming. W- what a gravy train. What I heard, maybe this this could be wrong. I, I think each cast member of, of Friends, I think still gets twenty million a year, or was it twenty million a month? It can't be that much. But but so, I think twenty million. I think it, or they might even get more than that. They might get like forty million a year still. 
That show hasn't been on the air for what, over 20 years or something, you know, I mean, or whatever. It's Aponte just, says the John Wilkes crazy. Booth actor is the one who plays uh, the Lincoln lawyer in the show. Oh, 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 oh you mean from uh, from the coward James, Jesse James and the and oh, the oh. pussy who shot that long ass title of the movie. <laughs> The story of Jesse James and the murder of the coward sissy puss. <laughs> Fucking Lincoln. Here we go. It's Lincoln gonna be O'Reilly a long Jackson. one. Uh, so yeah, that's I'm going back to the okay. TV. But I just wanted to show sure. you Flicks Patrol, sure, because I'm gonna throw a bunch of league debuts at you, and I don't want you to be like, oh, well, how did that show get in here? Yeah, no, no, I, I like that visual. That helps. I need that. <laughs> I need that cue to so to way down my brain. in channel twelve. We have holy moly which is a show about miniature golfing, a sports show on ABC about miniature golfing. Okay. Actually doing quite well. 8.815 super rating. I think it's three or four episodes in. Yeah. Consistently building. Um, could get to the single digit channels without streaming. Oh, ooh, ooh, is it, yeah, this is uh, Did one the, of the end of Chariots of Fire. Those old guys are, are the oh, sprinters. Oh, they had the old makeup? Yeah. Well, Did no, they just get fucking Mortimer and fucking... Harold became the, the elder <clears throat> statesman of British athletics and died in January. They just get Don Amici to play fucking the old guy. <laughs> 1978. So here's how strong Better Call Saul is, Crocious. Breaking Bad crack cracked the Nielsen top 10. So, so many people had finished or watched Better Call Saul. They were like, oh, I want to watch Breaking Bad now. God. So, Breaking Bad got 300 some million watch minutes. So, it's at a 6.565 super rating. Put the music on. Right above Russian Doll, which debuted. These were British men. Oh, look at that. That's Racing. World Cup era fucking shirts. There we go. Nicholas Farrell. <laughs> As Aubrey Montag, it just says Jewy McJewerson. I mean, isn't this just, it's so pretentious, isn't it? I mean, like, what are they getting splashed with fucking sinew? Nigel, every British, Nigel Havis is Lord. (laughs) There he is. The Office debuted at a six super rating. Voodoo. Voodoo was the streaming service that The Office ranked on. Wow. Um, Is that that a new service? No, it's ish. I mean, it, it exists. Yeah. It's kind of one of those free ones that like poor people watch. It's like Pluto, Pluto TV. Um, Halo, based on the video game, is a Paramount Plus original. That There's was Ben Cross. He's been in stuff. Harold Abrams. Well, the staircase about the professor that murked his wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, they made a show. Colin Firth plays the fucking dude. Does a very good job. Well, he's, he's Colin Firth. Yeah. Hacks debuted. Uh don't forget the lyrics. That's a, I think, was that an old 70s show or is that a, a current? Because they say that's a reboot. Don't forget the lyrics where they play a song and then they turn it off and you have to guess what the What's well, called name that was. tune. Name Kathy Lee Gifford. That was her very first. Uh, yeah. So it's probably just a reboot of name that tune. Yeah. And then they have beat Shazam, which is of. I'm looking at this cast. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm looking at the cast. Too. Here it is. Oh, this yeah. Song I know that music. Won the Oscar. What won the Oscar? Vangelis was at me, and then he he parlayed this into Blade Runner, which is Brad Davis. Yep, Blade Runner was just you know. It was, so I remember uh, being very different. James Bailey says, "Holy moly!" is funny. You want to watch the trailer for "Holy moly"? Sure. What the hell? They're they're just running on beaches. Is it ever warm in England? Is it ever like just a nice? I think degrees. it gets well, and their beaches are all stones and shit. Yeah, I know exactly. And you them. can't displace them. You yeah. leave the stones where they are. The stones have been there since 1760. 
<laughs> that, <laughs> that was fun. That was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but it. Uh, I I have not spent ext- extended time in the countryside. Yeah, I remember this being deemed like a. It was a drama. Oh, Rob Riggle! It looks like narrates. Holy moly! Holy moly! Is that how it goes? Holy moly! You know, I, I picture it being something like from Home. Just alone. them breaking golf Holy clubs over moly. people's heads. Holy <laughs> moly! Hi, I'm Stephen Curry. Welcome to Holy Moly. You, might- you got to get celebrities involved now. That's something that the pandemic brought on because actors were fucking sickly. That they just got like athletes to come on and do there's a show where ray lewis is in like a survival show where he's he gave up he couldn't crawl through mud mr war football had to do a mission where he was knee deep in mud we might watch that next yeah and he gave up this regular ass dude had to fucking encourage ray well, lewis i mean he's probably close to 50 years come old on now. ray you murdered a guy you can't you know? crawl through mud what was that kyle canane we got our goofy camp even the fucking golf course is hipster You know these dudes mini golf in their parents' basements while they fucking live there rent free. I uh, to do mini golf. I actually, I got it. That Musk. They came in two. I do like miniature golf. I like it. Is that Elon Musk? Is a mini golf? That was Gary Shandling. I have an electric uh, golf (laughs) golf club. Is that? No, it's just some fucking dude. But he got spikes on his arm. Fucking Gary Sharon, fucking playing holy moly. Look at this. Look at I mean, is look Gary at Sharon alive? I don't even. My Sharon, I don't even know. It no, he was in Van Halen. He was the singer of Van Halen for Van Halen Three. That's David Lee Roth. No, Roth was gone. This is post Van ha- Hagar. Oh, it went oh, David oh, oh, Lee Van Roth. Oh, okay, it went uh, okay. Sammy Hagar, and then after Hagar left, they got Gary Sharon. Well, I didn't even. I didn't even to do mini golf battle one on one. The most skilled competitors on the planet. I'm the guy. Competing on the most uh, epic mini golf. You know what I found out living in LA? A lot of those people are actors. Oh, of course. The contestants, they get a lot of improv people. Of course. It's going to be their foot in the door. Oh, I'll do that. Well, because every show wants you to do that shit, do your shot and say something quippy, and regular people can't do that. Yeah. So they have to get some fucking groundlings drop out yeah, to exactly. fucking play mini golf and say some fucking one liners. A second city person you know, who didn't make Throw main stage. Holy moly you know. moolah, 25 grand. And the coveted plaid jacket. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Tessitore. And I'm Rob Riggle. And yes, this. And I'm Rob Riggle, and I defended our country from war. Uh, they, I, I like their blazers. That's actually kind of funny. Because those are ABC's Wide World of oh, Sports yeah. blazers from the that late brings 70s. You back. Yeah, absolutely. Back when the commentators were calling black people monkeys. No, they were saying things like uh, the, ag- the thrill of victory. The agony of defeat. And then that guy going down the ski jump. And literally, you, you've seen that one before, haven't you? You've seen that uh, the oh, guy, yeah. the, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat when the guy goes down the ski jump. That's pretty impressive now. And that was like 1972. That's 50 fucking years ago. And if we watch that video now, that thing should be going viral now. Because it's pretty, it's pretty impressive when he wipes. So you that's know? holy moly. But, but put on. Uh, okay. You, you want to do Ray Lewis crawling through mud? I, I wanted to do the uh, the uh, Y World of Sports, ABC's Y World of Sports. The, the preview of it, or the uh, you know uh, the th- the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. You know when they actually would lead into the show. Because I want yeah the intro. Because uh, <laughs> towards the end, do you of want seventy four or eighty one? Seventy four. 
So this is Aiden when they were be, doing like track and field and shit. Yeah, like, like boxing. Well, they had a boxing. So I saw a few Muhammad Ali. I think I saw Muhammad Ali fight Ernie Shavers two weeks after the fight was over on uh, on this uh, on ABC's Wide World of Sports. That yeah, it was like uh, well, Jim McKay did this, and he was he did the ABC coverage of the Olympics. By the way, you know? Aponte, is your video better? Because I do believe it was my internet, and I apologize that every time you watch Twitch, something goes wrong. But it's a beautiful streaming service, and don't don't shy away. So this is Jim McKay, who was. Spanning the globe. Spanning the globe. Variety of sports. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. Here it is. Your show guy breaking his legs. Yeah, I mean, I remember being like, that was like that was a viral video. I'm telling you. Look at, the, look at the soccer. It's great. Pele, look at him. Look at those that. feet. Those, the pitch, if you will. you goddamn right it's good. Yeah, the, yeah. Twitch is beautiful. Yeah, they, sh yeah, they showed Lincoln soccer Murphy. on here, you know? Oh, yeah. they would. Wide World of Sports was like World Cup when the World Cup was on. And then boxing matches. Wouldn't yeah. that be Wide World of Sports? Sometimes, too. Curling. I mean, look at what they have. That was Muhammad Ali fighting Ken Norton, I think. Punching the Goodyear blimp. You know, almost anywhere you live, there's a state. A lot of skiing, you know, skiing was a thing to watch. Ooh, yeah, there's F1, some Formula Indy One. Race. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. I, mean, I have been into Formula One. Good for you. I've been watching reviews of 70s. The 70s was the most fucking deadly era in Formula One. <laughs> there's this dude, Tom Price. Let me just describe this crash to you. Yeah, because I think we'd get pulled if I showed it. So he, there's a mix-up. A car goes off the fucking off the track, pulls over. And one of the st a bunch of stewards run across the track to help him. And the driver didn't see one of the stewards and he hit him going 170 miles an hour, splits him in half in oh. midair. And he hits the ground like a bag of fucking human liquid. Just dot dead. Here, check this out, though. The steward that gets fucking mutilated was carrying a fire extinguisher. Oh. The fire extinguisher hit the dude driving the car in the helmet oh. and he died on impact and went also into the wall and took out other cars oh wow wow tom price is his name and they the dude was so badly mutilated that they didn't find they didn't know it was his body until like an hour later oh because they probably just thought like oh it's his jacket and they're like no that's his liquidy torso oh man that's a craziest uh, gif i ever saw in my life because he leaves the ground a person and on his way up just yeah. disintegrates as a human being wow 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 that's pretty amazing you yeah know I mean? that's like i mean it's that you can the power and the force of that basically. 170 miles per hour yeah i i don't think they have much like i remember watching like a documentary on the 24 hours of le mans jackie stewart was jackie stewart to me is synonymous with formula one in the 70s you know he used to cover it all so he because he was a big european racer i think he was actually scottish maybe i don't know maybe maybe he's british uh, and I remember him like he would do he would do uh, the 24 hours of Le Mans. And it was just it was with a Formula One. And like the streets they were on were just like they had sharp curb cuts. Tires would blow all the time and they lose control of their car, like on these like city streets in Paris or in, in Le Mans. Aponte in says liquidity torso is the na good name for Ooh, a band. Yeah. <laughs>
our torsos if we get hit by a... Oh, this is a pretty good nature show, by the way. I'm into the color. Because cubs may have grown up and moved Several on. of these cubs will die, <laughs> and we will now videotape it. Is this... In detail. <laughs> I thought James Mason was dead. This is David Attenborough. It is James Attenborough. James Mason did... Uh, you know, uh, the uh, heaven can wait. You know, I'm going to take you, Warren Beatty. You're going to go to heaven. He had that very formal. He was also on the original Star is Born with Judy Garland. He kills himself. Goes into the ocean. I just killed myself because I loved her so much that I had to kill myself when my career went south and hers superseded me because of my demons. I had. Sorry, that's not James Mason. That's a young James Mason. A young Mason? <laughs> Something. It was, it was nothing like James Mason. Oh, I have to kill myself, I say. Because I remember him being like, he was also in like some Dracula movies, like at the end of his career getting a paycheck, you know? <laughs> James Mason. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go no, on. it's all yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, just yeah. putting TV back on to kind of wind it down. Yeah, yeah. We got to wrap it up, you know? All right. It's been a good show, though. That's you know? what I love that about you. Yeah. Like you, you're like, all right, we're done. Yeah, it's yeah, right. yeah. yeah it's, you're yeah. like a, you treat the end of the podcast like a parent when their friends have to go home. <laughs> All right, guys, two minutes. Your mom's coming. Wrap it up. Clean up. We're done. Is this what Norman Jewison wrote? This was a totally good director and a writer. Uh, the Thomas Crown Affair. Old, 68. Wow. Yeah, this 10 was... 10.05 to midnight. Back when, back when movies were an hour and 38 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good for them. Yeah, Jewison did... A, I think he did like... Uh, a soldier Ooh, why story? Why not? Three days in a row. Let's close out on Hogan's Heroes. Here we go. <laughs> See what kind of sexual... There is always a blonde bimbo robot. Yes. Message for Captain Metzler. I'm here to have sex with Hogan. Oh, I know who that is. That blonde one. What's up? Richard Dawson. Is that game show host yes. Richard Dawson? Yes, absolutely. Hey, man, I'm here drunk on the gong show. He, he was... Well, no, that's Chuck Barris. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is Richard. He could have gotten a picture of you anywhere. On the far right she there with the blonde hair, she actually was a uh, she was a red haired woman. I think he had dyed her hair, and she was uh, uh, I can't. She was in like episodes of a uh, Hill Street Blues. You know, I, yeah, she was in Hill Street Blues. I exactly. Can take you too. I think so. Okay, we'll move out. Wow. Missler, get your stuff. Crane. I was always impressed with their underground bunker. <laughs> it was always so intricate and it's like how did they a have time to do that and how have they let them <laughs> i don't know this is supposed to be based on kind of like the great escape and stalag 17, stalag 17 well and it's just interesting how at the time and i kind of think we should get back to this and i think this is again a problem of how people can't differentiate reality from what's supposed to be like a joke is yeah Back in the day, this was deemed appropriate because they're making the Nazis seem foolish. They're always yeah. foolish. Yeah, they're dumb. The women are dumb bimbos. They're always getting the upper hand because they'll sure they'll put that swastika right in frame. <laughs> like they're not oh, shying yeah. away from it. Yeah. It's not like usually you'd make a show about some other type of people, but they're the Nazis. Like no, these are fucking Nazis. I, I they, had a they say Hitler all the time. They Absolutely. mention Hitler often. Now you wouldn't even be able to do that. You wouldn't be able to say the word Nazi. You wouldn't be able to put a swastika on screen. Why? I mean, this existed. You know what I mean? Like, we need to be made aware because of Because I think there's been a change in attitude that even making fun of it is you're putting it, you're giving it visual. You're putting people's eyes on it, and that's not good. Uh, no, no. I actually would make the opposite argument. I'd say people need to realize that this was a horrible chapter in human history and they need to be aware that it's actually kind of a bad actually, thing. Actually, yeah, let's do that. You know, that symbol is bad, you know. So I remember a good friend of mine, 
his father you could didn't like Hogan's Heroes. He fought in the Second World War. So the, the Germans weren't that stupid. Like he get really pissed off during Hogan's Heroes as a World War II veteran. They make him look so dumb. And it bothered him. <laughs> Which I think is funny. I'm gonna close. But we, but you need to talk about Hitler. I mean that that needs to be brought up. I mean it's because the tactics that are going on right now in this country we'll close. are ripped directly, directly from his. Playbook. We'll close up on a little directly. TV history. We'll we'll do the last few minutes with. Pick something, Crow, whatever you see. Can you see that? You want to do May- news from uh, May 10th, 1991? I, I want to see the, the mullet, the mullet guy. This guy? To the far right, far right, far right. Oh, mullet guy. Yep, right there. That guy. <laughs> Mildred Bats. Oh, 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 I thought it was a guy. <laughs> I, I didn't know. The quickest driver. The ultimate lap. No racist. I should work this job. No oh, oh, we, we have the sound of. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, of. of Something else. All kind of shit, yeah. Yeah. He's not here today. But the yeah. Jones reports do tomorrow. Maybe he stayed home. No, they're not. <laughs> this is hilarious, actually. What the fuck? Why wait around the house for important calls? Well, this is kind of funny. This is our thing. It's uh, we're mashing it up, as they say. Is it kind of what they say? I don't even know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. No, the audio is just off. Okay. It's the audio for this. It's just <laughs> off. Yeah, just needed a little peace and quiet for the Jones report. Well, it's hilarious because you could actually. Southern trade this is kind of funny. Now that they're home, they're looking forward to the simple pleasures and welcome bed. Hold on, we'll go back. women of the 181st who. Oh, this is here at home, and that dream came true today for the men and women of the 181st who flew into Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Was this coming in from like Desert Storm or yes. something like that? Yep, that home, absolutely. Forward to the simple pleasures in life. Uh, oh yeah, I mean Desert Storm, the hubris. Simple pleasures like beheading a fucking Middle Eastern rebel. Guy looks like Larry Holmes. Yeah. I feel great. I feel fantastic. All the butterflies are gone. I'm, I'm good. They told me to look like fucking the maid from the Jeffersons. This, look at that blouse and that. Oh. She looks like the Joker. Between police and a suspected murderer in Oklahoma ended with a gunshot this evening. Police say- Just a singular gunshot, a singular legal gunshot. From a government-regulated handgun. This Ashton <laughs> used his grandmother to keep police at bay during that standoff. Authorities is this, tried to flood is this the Oklahoma news. Uh, it looked like Kentucky, but it's that area. Okay, okay. The Ohio Valley. Well, yeah, Kentucky's far away. They set a nearby apartment on fire. Police say the grandmother was shaken, but not seriously. Shaken, not stirred, and he just laughs. Injured three people in Dallas, Texas today. Police say they so it looks like oh they have some national coverage too. They, they say the gunman was found. That's why I think gunman. It's it's probably some podunk town because they're covering a lot of places. They just yeah. covered Oklahoma, Kentucky, and Texas and yeah. Dallas. Nearby crack house before that crack house. And a sniper struck again today in North. You know who lives there, right? I said the word. Crack house. We know who lives there, correct? Miles north of where a series of previous sniper attacks have been reported. The trucker was not injured. I'm young Greta Van Shestren. Who have been injured yeah, look in previous at that attacks, though. Police don't know if today's shooting was committed by the same gunman or... Or just a black guy. That's all that matters. Killing a hiker from Signal Mountain on the Appalachian Trail in Pennsylvania will not go to trial until at least Tuesday. Look at his hair. The trial. Is he I mean, Doug Llewellyn on fucking people's I gotta court? find out where the same hair from. Styles? Yeah, yeah. Because they're the all over the map. Panel. They just went to Appalachia. Susan Wine. I... Okay. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Carol Hauser. 
Meteorologist Neil Pascal. Neil Pascal. Yeah, so their news is just basically what's, you know, it's okay in your small town. It's okay. Look at the murder in all these big cities. Big city. We got Tulsa. Oh, don't want to go Chicago. Here in Chattanooga, bake sales, as always. Yep. There's no sort of clan activity or white nationalism yeah, yeah, yeah. going on. There's no massive discrimination going on in the, the education trial system. Originally set to start tomorrow, in order to hold a special hearing on evidence introduced by the prosecution, Paul David Cruz is charged with murdering Jeffrey Hood of Signal Mountain, Tennessee, and his fiancee Molly oh. Larue. The couple were fulfilling a lifelong dream, making the histor- hiking the historic trail, when Cruz allegedly murdered them in their sleeping bags. Prosecutors in the in the case. Look at that guy wow. smiling, going so, yeah, to his fucking yeah, case. So, yeah, this is a Tennessee story. I mean, they're, they're in Tennessee. Books concerning the use of those tests. Prosecution is seeking the death penalty. Ooh. South loves his death penalty. Ooh, some grass. A major drug lab, according to police. They found this rental truck in Bradley County loaded with the synthetic drug crank. It's a form of speed. Crank. More than 200 pounds of crank in that bus. They like their drugs in hillbilly America, man. They do. That is funny that it's like fucking... Uh, you found a vat of trucker speed on the side of the road today. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the chain, the Dan Gilly. Changed, uh, within the last few days. Well, I was unevening my mustache this morning when the phone rang and I didn't have time to get the uh, other side. You know there are just some southern pricks there. Georgia. I mean, the, the, well, we're going to frame a black guy, so we don't even, we're not too worried about. Yeah, yeah, you think, you think Trump, oh, anyway, he's going to be dead House now. Finance subcommittee these days vanished without a trace. This year's tight budget is squeezing the life out of reams of proposed. These liberal budgets are squeezing yeah. the life. Reporter yeah. Val Clark has the story. Yeah. Not guilty. Yes! Yeah. There were not only tears of joy, but tears of relief. From Bertram, former Nazi, relieved of his punishment. There had been a general feeling throughout the courtroom the verdict would be guilty because fucking was Little Richard the judge. What, <laughs> what case murder. is this? But after only two hours, we'll see. We'll go back. The story. Yeah. His wife. Sure it is. Yeah. A jury says the man who helped his wife kill herself is not guilty of second-degree murder. My man. Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I set the gun up in a slingshot, and she wanted me to fire yeah. and shoot it at the same time. In the 90s, Jack Kevorkian was becoming... I, mean, I remember Kevorkian. Yeah, yeah. This became like... A, it's a it, big it, reference yeah, for yeah, me as a Absolutely. Kid. I mean, that, that was very much like taking on like a different side of the abortion debate in their weird twisted eyes for clarification you know? on second degree murder but after only two hours it was not guilty he went and he helped several other people blow their heads off <laughs> after the trial but this is also like chattanooga getting like moral can you it's god who decides when you die Humans don't decide. Now in war we do, uh, but they they look the different than us. The surface will continue through the weekend, so we are going to got Chattanooga weather. It's going to going to be mossy outside. Let's hear some Chattanooga sports. He didn't do They're like big southern men. Man, that's a big weather segment. This weekend we've got Now look at these. This Oh, look at this fucking stories on the importance of breast self exams, but a graphic I saw recently in a medical newsletter caught my eye, and I think it says far better than words how self breast self exams. Men should be groping women's breasts well, every I, other. You know, I, I, I bet the you black circles into something real for you. This is a lentil, and it is the average size lump found by regular repeat mammograms. It's tiny. 
Now here's a red bean. It turns out to be the average size found by a first mammogram. Still pretty small. Now here's the you can actually suck these tumors through the nipple, boys. What's he? He's talking about how small cancerous tumors could be and how necessary self-breast exams okay, are. Okay, okay. I thought maybe he was selling something else. No, he wants women's yeah. breasts to be squeezed yeah. on the regular... Well, Often, I mean, th th this is this is their public health thing. These two watermelons are the size of my wife's. They're breasts. comparing it to like I, I don't know. Maybe there's something. There's an educational thing. Me? In this. Thank you. Examination from a professional, not from a pamphlet, and do it regularly. We're gonna watch Robert Smith of the Cure give a fucking breast <laughs> exam. <laughs> Well, it was a good day on the links today. They go from there to, to sports. Golf. It was a good day for some folks, respectively. There's the old trip. Thing last year. Yeah, I did. Take a good look at it. Roll your VCRs. It may be a while. Listen to that southern it. voice. It's great. Hell yeah. Stick this up your fucking ass, pussies. L this is great. In the Pat Boone concert. Uh -huh. I saw Pat for a few minutes, and John Gary sings absolutely mm -hmm. terrifically. We're talking about the Pat Boone concert. These southern men have a fucking <laughs> ego. What's it with their pride? The Pat Boone Bethel Celebrity Spectacular. Bob may sing a duet with John. I don't wow, know. Yeah. And we'll have highlights from Pittsburgh where the Braves and the Pirates battle tonight. We're at Notre Dame High School. I'll major in Jefferson John Joy. Oh, on the next lifestyle, uh, champagne uh, wishes. I love lifestyles of the uh, rich and famous. This is when I first got introduced to Donald Trump and I hated him at first sight. I knew I didn't like him at first sight. It was so galling to me. shots off the lead in the media division. Five shots off the overall lead. Bunch of rich guys not wearing socks out there today. Fresh King Evans, Jim Little, and Covering Paul golf. Campbell. Leading the tournament. Steve Dobbs, Jim Steffen, and Fortin at one last year, did you? Okay, all right. Brent. The top two teams of the National League squared off tonight. In Look at that racist-ass fucking thing we're putting up there. The long ball to be yep. the Western Division leading Atlanta Braves. Orlando Merced solo home run. <laughs> the fucking tomahawk-wielding Braves. Yeah, yeah. This is my senior year in fucking college. I, I love the old references. The Atlanta Braves were in Pittsburgh and they Indian gave yeah, the yeah, lead. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> McClend Lloyd McClendon. They still love him in Pittsburgh. Bream jacked a homer. Too little, too late. Though. Beautiful, pure Bream. Bream. The good news from Sandy. Barry Bonds. Andy Van Slyke. Andy Van Slyke was the center fielder for the, uh, for the Pirates. Uh, he was a, I mean, homophobia Chicago, didn't describe what he was. He was terrible. St. Louis leads Houston in the Baseball Look at my cubbies edging it out against the Reds. The Reddos. American League. Yeah. The A's lose in New York. Boston beats Texas. I remember waiting California for this. Bombs, you know. Chicago leads Toronto in the eighth. Minnesota 5-2 over the score. The score. This fucking saxophone. Two to one. We're loosening it up Baltimore now. Baltimore and Seattle know? are scored. We're just putting up bigs, reminding you <laughs> that we don't have shit going on in this town. Yeah. Well, they lost to Jacksonville 11-2. We're looking to start a new one. Oh, 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 this is the, the minor, minor league ball. Minor league ball, yeah, absolutely. Young uh, Mexican Derek mm -hmm. Jeter was on the... I doubled off Mike Anderson in the fourth inning. Anthony Manahan had a solo homer off Anderson in the third. Anthony the Manahan. Manahan, one of the good ones. Bluebird, he scattered four hits, struck up five in seven innings. The lookout's only run came off on a Greg Lonegro sack fly in the, uh, in the fifth. Oh, the lookouts. Speaking of that, you're going to want to do that. There's a lot of crime in the neighborhood. They botch up their reading on this. And good news today from the Georgia High School Baseball. Well, they know they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Have advanced to the semifinal round. This Classic. is where you can make an school. error. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, this is like the local news of, of my town in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It's the same level of production. Over in high school baseball, the one black guy got a hit.
Yeah, got it. Tigers got all nine of the runs on homers. Greg Gibson, a three-run shot. Keith Durham and Billy Stevens, two-run homers. Well, you feeling like these these are all Trump voters now. Tigers, all of them are Trump voters. Some of them are probably senators. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We should wind it down, man. Good show, though. A lot of fun. It was a good show. Let me fucking. Thank you very much. Philadelphia 76ers who lost first two games. Their East. Yeah, yeah. We should wind it down. Okay. That the home court advantage would hold true. We'll see you next week, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, you know, twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel for the live feed and for the video versions of the show. Uh, the podcast version goes up immediately after this gets done streaming. I'm going to pop it up. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major ones. We're everywhere. Um, follow me on Facebook, Twitter. I'm trying to be more active tweeting about shows. I think I'm going to be tweeting about Formula One tomorrow. We have qualifying. Very exciting. Uh, But yeah, I might be back in a couple days, maybe even tomorrow. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?